in five, four, three, two, one. Who are you? He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. That's what I'm talking about, man. Wait a minute, I know you. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. I know that, dude. He's a modern day Yoda. I'm your huckleberry. Allow myself to introduce myself. Greetings and salutations. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. You're excited. <laughs> Feel these nipples. That boy's good. Mm-hmm. Good and terrible. Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! This is the Mike Rutherford Show on the Big X. Sportos, motorheads, geek bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. <laughs> Everything in the studio is thrown all turned around. We leave for one day, and everything gets messed up. You missed. You, you, already, you already missed your yesterday's Mistress Jeff studio, don't you? I kind of do now. Like, like this, this, you're spending Valentine's Day with your normal, but you had more fun with the Mistress studio, didn't you, yesterday? They took my my headphone jack. The the blue mic was spun all the way around. I don't know what happened here, but my chair was in there. Your it was? Yeah, the chair. I like the the, the all black one. I don't like the ones you sit in. I don't like those chairs. I, that chair was in here the other day. This okay. one. Every now and then they they swing around to like the like the, the real short one that's in here is it, like where my seat is and I'm like I'm I'm already short enough I need to be sitting up as high as I can so I don't know what happened but that's okay we're we're here today welcome in everybody it is Tuesday February 14th happy Valentine's Day to you we're here from the U of L College of Business studio as always visit business.louisville.edu to see what the U of L College of Business can do for you on the air today from three until six here on 1450 AM 96.1 FM. Streaming all over the land. You know what's better is the Big X. Ready to rock and roll today. We got TK in the house. He's not wearing red, but he's going to give some love tips to the people out there. I will. This is his day. He's he's sassy. He's lovey. He's feeling good. You know, those that can't do, teach. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what they say? I think that's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, we've got uh, some fallout from yesterday's banner talk to get to. It's still the topic of discussion around here. Which is kind of sad. I wish it was actual basketball because it's, my God, it's February 14th. This is what we're supposed to be talking about, but it's not. But we are getting also more details uh, as far as this weekend's reunion are, is concerned. The who's coming, who's not coming, and some interest there. We heard from uh, Nolan Smith today, talked to the media. And also we got Louisville Baseball just uh, three days away from getting going. Dan McDonald talked to the media so we can discuss all that. And we want to hear from you. Finally, something to focus on other than basketball. I'm excited. I- I'm ready to break down Bucknell Baseball for like five hours on Thursday. I don't know if you're being like serious or joking, but I'm kind of like I'm-, I'm leaning towards the serious part. I'm dead serious. Yeah. The Bison are going down. Is it Bison or Bisons? It doesn't matter. They're- that's the losers to me. You've got Bison and Bisons, I know, because North Dakota State is the Bison. And then they're the, they're the bison. So they're unplural. They're unplural. 
Although is, I think bison is plural. Wouldn't it be? But then what's the singular version of bison? I think it's just bison. I, I think the people who say, who are the bisons are just, it's grammatically incorrect. So bison is a plural version of what? Of Bison's the same. It's like deer. A group of deer is also just deer. Are you sure a group of deer is just called a deer? Yeah, it's not it's deer. It's not like a pack or a pride or something like that. It's, uh, more than one deer is called is still deer. That's my point. It's the same with bison. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to question that one. Do you think that deers is a word? No, but there could be like I mean there could be a a, a, a term for a pack or a group. There could. Of my them. point is that de- the plural of deer is deer. That's that's what we're talking about here. You're overthinking it now. Like the plural of a fish is not school of fish. I thought that was what a fish was called. It's not. You're, you're talking about. We're talking about two different things here. The plurals of words and not what they are. What they congregate in a group. But if there's a group, it's plural. Oh my god! <laughs> isn't that isn't isn't a group just a, 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 isn't a, a, isn't it plural if it's a group? That's no. That's not what that means at all. That's that's a different category entirely. <laughs> Like if I say like the, the plural of human is humans, but if you're like, well, doesn't it mean they they can travel in like a group of humans? Isn't a group like that's something that's an entirely different conversation. But they're but they're the same number. Oh my god, no, <laughs> no, no. Anyways, it's called I, a herd, by the way. A herd of deer. Yeah. Thank you. The plural of deer though is deer. That's that's the whole point there. But we are playing the Bucknell Bison on Friday, uh, a three-game series starting at Jim Patterson Stadium. Maybe we can play a little bit of Dan McDonald today because I love hearing from Coach. He can talk about anything, and it just gets me – I don't know. He, he gets you inspired. He's, he's a very inspiring speaker. I also love him at the beginning of seasons because his message, whether they have high preseason expectations or low preseason expectations or what have you, it always seems to be kind of the same, and I think that that's awesome. But we start today. TK, first of all, did you know it was Valentine's Day? Of course I did. I, sometimes you don't know. Sometimes, sometimes you come in here and you're, like, you know, you just you're you woke up 30 minutes ago. You're not really sure what's going on in the world. <laughs> but today it is Valentine's Day. I remember it was Valentine's Day. Are you celebrating? You're not wearing red. Orange. You act like that's some sort of close thing to red. That's what single people wear on Valentine's Day. <laughs> is that is that because you're because clo- you're you're not quite you're not you're not quite red yet. <laughs> so it's, it's like it's like a protest for you know Singles Day. All single is that how you let other people know that like you're, yeah. you're single on Valentine's Day? That's how you let them know. Yeah, you know, was the stoplight parties where you like get red, yellow, and green? I don't know. Like, that is. You never heard of those? That's no. not in a movie. Like if you were green, you're down. Oh, if you are yellow, you're maybe. If you were red, you're, you're not. You're 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 taken. That's why I, I wore red all those years after U of L games. That's why I never like women weren't interested. That's I, what it was. I wore green. I just kept going on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've never heard that before. <laughs> Uh, oh, where I saw, I saw it somewhere. It was an SVU episode or something. I don't know. Is that where you get your love tips? <laughs> SVU. That would explain a lot, right? SVU said if you're mean to women, they actually end up liking you. <laughs> That's and my much plan. like Ice T, I'm confused every week. <laughs> <laughs> he shot her in the arm. <laughs> What? <laughs> uh, to finish the segment earlier, a reminder, you can always text us on the Thornton sex line, 502-414-1450, and download that Refreshing Rewards app today. It's going to save you money every time you have to fuel up. It's going to save you money inside when you want one of the, I don't know, little Thornton's breakfast snack. If you want a donut. Maybe want. maybe run a little late for Valentine's Day. You can go in there and get some, uh, some heart-shaped uh, Reese cups or something. They got everything. Yeah. They got everything covered. 
And not a lot of places do, and I can tell you this firsthand, because we had a Valentine's Day disaster this morning. Uh-oh, already? Already. So... As <laughs> Mary said, because of the disaster, already? Already. <laughs> and you're like, no. <laughs> so we have, you know, we're at the age now where Virginia's bringing Valentine's to school, and, and you, you you bring enough for all the kids. and The little little hard candy hearts with the messages on them. And yeah, but they don't, they don't, like, really make those anymore. They don't? Not the hard candy heart, but it's like the little Valentines, like the little packets that we used to get when we were kids. Yeah, you had like G.I. Joe's. Right. And, they, don't, they don't really do that, that much anymore. And which I found out today. So Now they put influences on it like Jake Paul. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> some, some OnlyFans girl on there. We got her stars of TikTok Valentines, and unfortunately didn't. But so, That'd be hilarious, actually. Like our little Valentines was we had these. Mary ordered these these Mickey and Minnie cards. Okay, yeah, that's and then, you see. but like real, like they were kind of like real cards. They were they weren't like the tiny Valentines. Like you they know, were like actual. I don't know why I'm, they're bigger, actual yeah. size. Yeah, yeah opposed like, to the little like, ones that say like I choo choo choose you. Exactly. And we 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 taped. I keep saying we. She did. Mary did this. Uh, <laughs> she taped these <laughs> these Disney crazy straws. We had like crazy straws with like Donald on them and Mickey and Minnie okay, and Pluto yeah. and and one for everybody. We w- woke up this morning. Mary realized that she ordered one package of these cards. They only the package included ten. There's twelve kids in her class. Oh no! This is like hot dog and hot dog buns all over again. Exactly. So I'm thinking, all right, well, there could be two kids in the class that they don't like. Maybe well, the one that gave her strep throat. We were thinking she doesn't have strep throat, or gave her. Although doesn't. she's not feeling great now, now she's starting for the first time. She's starting to, to turn a little down. I'm like oh, right when I was leaving, I'm like you feel kind of warm, but we're like, okay, she's got. One of the Valentines will go to herself because they do it like you bring them in, like the, the teacher just puts them in everybody's bag. You don't like hand them out, like think you're, they're, they're too young for that. So we're like, okay, she can get one of the crappy cards. We got we got, we have to go find like two replacement cards. I love how they took away from when I was a kid, where you just put the little the envelope in front of your desk and the kids hand out who they want, right? And that that helps take away from you know that one like little chubby kid who looked in his thing. He had like one Valentine. I feel there. like they started changing that like when I was coming of age. Probably I, good because it didn't uh, yeah. it didn't help some of our egos. I think there were a few times in like, grade school, like when I first started, where it was still like you could pick and choose who you want. And then when I went to when I went to Holy, you made the little folder and you put it in front yeah. of your, you taped it to your front of your desk. And then when I went to they started doing like putting out the bulletins to parents like hey you need to, if you bring in valentine's then you gotta bring them for all the kids which is is good that's why i remember one year the, the, the kid next to me was a lot more popular than me he had like the, you know and one from every kid in the class and i'm like, like two that's, that's sad you, you want to avoid that it is sad but so we, we, okay we need two extra cards and mary's like just run up to walgreens real quick i'm sure they have like like we thought the little valentine's that we always had like mickey mini something yeah run up to walgreens we got like 30 minutes before we have to leave for school Walgreens is just just cleaned out. Oh, I'm just not surprised. Just cleaned out. Of course. So I'm like, okay, we, we got nothing here. The, the only I, I found one mini, and it was like a legit card, and it was for my granddaughter. And I was like, I was like, can we can we do this? Mary's like, I don't think we can do this. In fairness, the kids in her class can't read, right? I mean, no, but like, still, the parents, <laughs> the, the parents are looking through all these Valentines. Creepy. Parents. And it was like, hey, for my granddaughter from Virginia at the bottom. So that was we we, we wanted to avoid that. So I, I'm like, all right. We're cutting, cut, We're going to be cutting it close. I'm going to Target. Run to Target. I'm in the greeting card section. I run into uh, to Eric Wood's wife, Leslie. She's like, "Hey, like last second gift for Mary." I'm like, "No." I'm like, I'm like out of breath at this point because I'm sprinting into Target. <laughs> They've got nothing there. I asked the woman, "I'm like, do you have any more like little Valentines?" She's like, "You can go check the back, maybe." And she like, gives me this look, like, "What are you doing? Like, you moron." They, well, they think yeah, they think you're you're last minute for the wife or girlfriend. No, they probably. think like they think we haven't thought this through at all for the kids. And, yeah, like, we're looking for like. Like oh my god, like, schools give out Valentines. Like when we just found this out. Thought it halfway. Through. Like we just found this out five minutes ago, and I so I sprint to the back. They've got nothing. 
I find two very generic Valentine's cards that are like it's eight dollars combined for these. And I'm like, <sighs> did you try going to Kroger's? At this point, this is I'm out of options. Like we have, we Virginia Kroger's carries the stuff, and people forget about Kroger's. Well, I went to Kroger. Please, you, I cringe every time you. Well, say there's that. multiple ones. It's plural. It's Kroger. It's the. Pl- there's pl- just like deer and bison. <laughs> What's a pack of Kroger called? A pack of Kroger. It's just called a pack of Kroger. <laughs> I, I did go to Kroger later in the day, but but I ended up having to get like two generic cards that are just like Happy Valentine's Day with like a simple message inside. Eight dollars. To, like for two kids in her class, I go to school. I tell the teacher, I'm like, "Hey, we've got two kind of crappy ones mixed in with like the normal ones. Just give one to Virginia and one to I don't know, like one of the other girls because we have Daisy. Like there are only like three girls in, in this, the class. Is there a cousin in the class? No, she's older. We've, well, we had this exact I know she's, discussion I know she's like yesterday. eight months older, but I thought they might be in the same class. No, we had this exact discussion yesterday about how she's in a different class. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm not gonna remember this tomorrow. I know you're not. That's, that's why when you ask these questions, I'm like, we've talked about this. Of course, we get home. Like, Virginia's gotten one of the good cards. So, two kids got the crappy cards. Felt bad about it, but what are you going to do? We did the best we could. We flew around. I'm out of breath. The morning was a disaster. Now, did the crappy cards at least get the straws with them, too? They, they all got straws. Okay, we well, the straws, straws is what matters. Though, we yeah. had plenty of straws. Yeah. And Virginia was pumped. It got, she got you know bag full of Valentines from her class. The teacher chipped in. That was good. That, that, was, that was well done. But the morning was not fun. And I, 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 I fear getting older because, you know, parents, like, they go all out with stuff like this now. It's going to get more intricate. The, the stakes are going to get risen. Like, this is as easy as it gets, and we still fell woefully short. short. Well, no, because once she gets a little older, you don't have to. Uh, what, what age, what, what school age do they stop? I guess. Well, not she's still like preschool, yeah, isn't she? Yeah, yeah like, she's got a couple more years of preschool. Yeah, you get through probably elementary school having to do this. I think middle school is you don't do it anymore. I hope not. I'm pre- I, And they may not even do it, like, Fourth or fifth grade. I mean, maybe it's like first or third. There's got to be. There's got to be. I mean, I think fifth grade. Maybe you could draw the line to do it. I think we stopped doing it like in sixth grade when I was growing up. I think fifth grade was like the last year. Maybe elementary school is. Yeah, I would say. Now, what what's the what is the candy now? Because because automatically my mind goes to those. You know, I miss you. Little little hard candy hearts. Which, by the way, is the is what I was eating when I broke my brace and had to take it off manually. Uh, uh, that's, what, that's what broke the brace was one of those candy hearts. I haven't eaten them since. We have some of those. Virginia likes them, and I and I, I used to like them. You know, Little branches, yeah, except for that. But like, what do uh, like? Is that is that not what they? So, what is the popular candy now? Is it just Reese cups or for Valentine's Day? Yeah, is, is there another Valentine's Day candy? I mean, I don't know. I mean, does it have its like cause jelly beans? Maybe the jelly beans. Because, I mean, most holidays... The candy have, hearts are still good. Most holidays have, like, a significant, you know, a, a specific candy that's kind of, like, connected with them. I would say the conversation hearts are still the, the definitive Valentine's Day candy. Yeah. You can still get those. And okay. now people get clever with them. Like, Sweet Tarts makes their own. Like you, they can, have, you can, like, get, like, personalized messages on them and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you can have, like, you know, make it say, like, butt stuff and whatever you want. Like, that's... <laughs> Did you specifically know that for a fact? I've seen, yeah. I... <laughs> I, a, a friend of a friend told me. A friend of a friend. You gave him the berry. I'm you can get cakes that say butt stuff now. <laughs> Shout out to Base Bakery. Like they, they'll make that for you. Uh, I think. That, I mean, you get cakes of anything. I mean, you can go to one of those erotic places and get a cake shaped like a penis. Well, like Base Bakery, which is terrific. Like I, I noticed because I follow them on Instagram, and they have like specific Valentines. Like they like, like great D. Like it's but it spells out the word, which is nice. Uh, it'll make you feel good on Valentine's Day, and, and they do have butt stuff cakes. Um, with saying butt stuff, not actual like butt stuff in there, but it's a uh, well done. But you well, can, you can get hard to say anything these days. That's, that's that's true. So now now Virginia had her Valentine's Day. Did did any uh, young man specifically give her a special Valentine? 
No, I mean they all got nobody. No, no. Everybody in the class gave her in the in the playground. No, she got she got some nice some nice Valentines. I got her a little bit of some small flowers. Aww. Um, she was she was happy. We we got her other stuff that we're gonna give her when I get home from radio, which she was very excited for me to go to radio because she knew she was going to get presents tonight. <laughs> so she's like, every time I came upstairs today when I was working in the basement, she's like, you going to radio? I was like, no. <laughs> and finally today, she's like, you going to radio? I'm like, yeah. Let's, let's do it. So now, what's uh, what's on the plans tonight, though? What are, now, Virginia's had her Valentine's. What about uh, you, and Mary's? Um, we're not we don't we're not really doing anything. I got, I got flowers for Mary and Virginia, and I got poor Audrey, my niece, has she's got strep throat, yeah. so I got her like small flowers and little candy, and took it over to to her place and dropped it off. Oh, you and um, I mean, we're just gonna do like presents for the kids, and then yeah, Mary and I are gonna have leftover Thai food <laughs> from last night. Romantic Very romantic, I know. Wow. We came to like a mutual agreement a long time ago that like you know we, we're not really gonna do big presents for Valentine's Day or anything. I get her flowers. I wrote her a little note. Um, she's happy. She was not gonna take her out for dinner anywhere. No, we have a thing like we're doing like an overnight date night thing like in a couple of weeks. And Mary's like that's my present to you. Okay, so there you go. That's nice. that's our Valentine's Day. Maybe rent a little rom com tonight on the, on the on demand. Probably not. We're probably just gonna watch Jack watch Jack Ryan again. <laughs> We're into Jack Ryan right wow. now. Wow. You make married life sound so exciting. Hey, <laughs> it ain't bad. I'm fine with it. No pressure. Spend the afternoon running around looking for a Mickey Mouse Valentine's gift to come yeah. home and eat leftover Thai food and watch Jack Ryan. I finally actually don't feel as depressed about my Valentine's Day plans as before. See, it's funny you say that because it sounds like a dream to me. Like I, I'm very excited about it. It's going to be wonderful. It's like a Tuesday to me. It's, it's, <laughs> it is Tuesday. It's going to be wonderful. <laughs> I'm, I'm very excited about it. I'm at least going to go with like some of the favorite rom-coms tonight. Well, you know, yeah, maybe probably. some Ben and Jerry's. You know, your typical single woman's type uh, atmosphere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there aren't really good like how Valentine's Day special. I do like the. It doesn't. It doesn't bother me. It never has bothered me. The like, big mouth. Spe- Valentine's Day special from like I watched Big Mouth like the first two seasons I really liked Big it Big Mouth Big Mouth on Netflix it's a show okay um, never heard of it it was like, animated John Mulaney does it Nick Kroll does it like a bunch of uh, okay now it's kind of controversial Nick Kroll for a thing, while yeah rings a bell because I had somebody actually suggested to me one time I just never got around to watching it it's great for a while then they kind of it, it got a little bit too much in like season three and I checked out I think there have been four seasons now but the Valentine's Day special is really funny I may watch that tonight maybe I'll do that before okay. I go to sleep but that'll be it. Sounds like a plan. I'll Especially probably watch uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, maybe. Maybe oh. The Princess Bride. Forgetting Sarah Marshall's perfect. That's Last night was a Denzel night for some reason. I ended up watching Glory, Training Day, and Fences. You've watched Glory like three times since we've been doing I love, the show I watch Fences all the time, too. It's two, my, two, my, they're probably my three favorite Denzel movies. Is it a hot take to say that Fences is my favorite Denzel movie? I don't even know Fences. It's Academy Award movie from about five. It's from like 2016, 17, yeah, I don't, just recently. not familiar with it. It's uh, based on a play. Okay, uh, he wrote and directed it. It's uh, it's awesome. It's based in the fifties. Just uh, just a very it's a story. He just plays a, a former player who's you know going through life with his son and, and stuff like that. It's based in Pittsburgh. It's really good. Okay, you should watch it. Yeah, there it is. What's your favorite Denzel movie? Um, maybe he got game. Yeah, game. I'm not, not the biggest. Uh, I'd have to uh, Crimson Tide. Okay. No, you don't love Glory as much as I do. I like Glory. It's also his first role. I like Glory a lot. Glory would be on, on the the list. And Training Day is probably a little cliche, right? Training Day is definitely cliche. The pick is but I like Training Day. It's my third favorite. I mean, Training it's still an awesome good. movie. Yeah. Um, I like Antoine Fisher. That's a good one. Yeah. I can think of more. Well, better resume: Denzel Washington or Tom Hanks? Tom Hanks. Well, that's a tough one. 
I don't think Denzel's resume is that great. I mean, he's got some swing and misses in the, uh, I think, in the late 90s, early 2000s a little bit. They both do. Everybody yeah. has swings and misses. I mean, he did the, uh, he has been epic with, so he did the paycheck movies, like you're out of times and stuff like that, I think. And the, What's what they all say? One for me, one for one for them. Yeah, yeah, That's exactly. That's how you do it. Yeah, it's, yeah. But, uh, but I mean, Tom Hanks has, missed, has had some swing and misses, too, as well. I'll give yeah, you that. for sure. They, yeah. they both have. Everybody does. Nobody's perfect. The one where he's a grumpy old man, I was thinking, I've been curious to check it out. So if... If you've got people listening right now, let's let's say a young, impressionable Patrick Ryan age kid, and they're thinking to be young and have that much energy on Valentine's Day, they're thinking I want to live the type, of, <laughs> I want to have the type of resume that Trevor Kelsey has when I when I get to an age. I want to to pull the types of the Coach K resume of Valentine's Day. I want to pull the dime pieces that TK did over the years. What's your best piece of advice? Uh, don't be yourself. Don't be yourself. No, be what she wants you to be. That's horrible advice. Well, we're talking short term, right? I mean, I guess. Don't break up with her on Valentine's Day. Do you, you ever do that? And I leave it a voicemail. You, you did that? No. Oh. <laughs> I thought that was a personal experience. I've done some, 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 some shady stuff, but never on Valentine's Day. <laughs> I had a friend who broke up with a girl on New Year's Eve. I don't think I've ever broken up with anybody on a like a holiday. I mean, I don't know. Probably not. Could have been her birthday. I don't know. I didn't know what her birthday was. So, I mean, there, but there, there have been some that, yeah. I once clogged a toilet and then left. <laughs> the young, impressionable Patrick Ryan aged kids that were looking for advice that are no longer listening. Just, just be, be as romantic as you can get, get flowers. If, if you're younger, go flowers, candy, stuffed animal, maybe. Bigger the better. Um, Foreplay can never last too long. Um, just you know, maybe a little mood, mood music. I'll, I'll, you can go from today's playlist if you like. I promise you, today is all '90s mixes. So there's probably two thirds of the kids in high school right now were today were conceived of what I'm playing on the show today. Hmm. Odds are that's probably a good chance. Um, so, including you, Patrick. So there, you know, there's, <laughs> there's, you know, there's, there's, there's just, just you know, like I said, you know, be giving. Not taking. Would you like to hear a Valentine's Day fact or two? Uh, about like the holiday or about the, holiday. the origin? The holiday. Okay. Well, give me, hit me up. I, I love facts. I love learning. So you're aware Valentine's Day is named after St. Valentine? Yes. Like it's like a version of Cupid, right? Yes. Not Cupid per se, but it's like a version of it. Kind of. Yeah. Did both. you know that St. Valentine was not just one person? though? I did not know that. According to History.com. So the, the holiday itself is all about menage a trois. No. Oh. According to History.com, there are at least two men named Valentine that could have inspired the holiday, including one Valentine who was a priest in the third century Rome. As the story goes, this Valentine defied Emperor Claudius, uh, his ban on marriage, illegally marrying couples in the spirit of love until he was caught and eventually sentenced to death. But another legend suggests that Valentine... That's the Mormon version. Another legend suggests that Valentine... <laughs> was killed for attempting to help Christians escape prison in Rome and that he actually sent the val- first Valentine message himself while imprisoned, writing a letter signed from your Valentine. Okay, so let me get this straight. One is based on a dude who's a swinger. And the other one Why is Why did about- he say he's a swinger? He, he, was defi- he, was, uh, he was marrying people that were not allowed to get married. Multiple. Oh, I'm sorry, one's based on Mormonism. And the other is based on prison love. Why do you, where do you keep coming up with this? With You're this marrying multiple. multiple people, right? He was marrying couples that were that, that weren't allowed to get married. So he's he's married to multiple people. 
No, the priest is marrying people. He's oh, he's marrying. Yeah. I thought he was like literally. You were saying marrying them. No, like, no, he was marrying them. Priests don't get married. <laughs> I thought priests were allowed to be married. No. Are you sure? Yes, in the Catholic Church. No. Uh, you would know better than I would on that one. <laughs> yes. Which one's allowed? It's kind of like the main thing. Who's the one that was allowed to have a married? Pr- <laughs> that explains the whole boy thing. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the one that was? Is it Christians? The, the ministers allowed to be married then? I mean. You know, in other yeah. some religions where the the, sure. the head honcho is allowed to be married. I don't know how else to pronounce. Yeah, I think in most they are, but in ca- in Catholicism, no priests are not allowed to be married. They have to be men. They're, okay. they're celibate. <laughs> okay, so okay, all right. Well, I'll take that back. So one is just marrying legally, and the other one's talking about prison love. You're writing, yeah, letters from from jail, which yeah. is the story that I always heard growing up. I hope it was better than the, the Valentine's episode of Oz I saw. I don't get that <laughs> reference, but because it's Oz, I can only imagine. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure there was a lot of messages that said the word butt stuff on those cakes. <laughs> I do love that every every holiday it has its roots in a pagan festival. You can go to like, oh, any, yeah. like even, you know, Galentine's Day, which is like a thing that started seven years ago. Like, it was actually an ancient pagan ritual by women who were. <laughs> is there a holiday that doesn't have like a dark side? Like even Christmas. Every, like, every holiday does. Christmas does, but obviously by Halloween. I mean, that's a given. But Now, when Valentine's Day became specifically associated with love, it wasn't until the 1300s. At the end wow, of the, I would have said later than that. At the end of the fifth century, Roman Pope Galatius, uh, uh, no, I'm pronouncing that wrong. No, it's Galatius. You're right. He's he's Thank he's, you. he's he's, he's, a, <laughs> he's been known, he's known as what he's known as the pimp of popes. Officially declared the date of February 14th as Saint Valentine's Day, but it wasn't until the Middle Ages that the holiday became associated with love and romance, a tradition that first started from the common belief in France and England that birds started their mating season on February 14th. How about that? Is it true that the original drawing of a heart for Valentine's Day was actually the drawing of a butt? Yes. <laughs> I swear I heard that somewhere before. The Roman Emperor Gluteus Maximus. <laughs> well, it was like back in the day, like like it was it was like there was like animals, you know, you just, a lady would just put her rear up in the hind, you know, up in the air, and that, that's why they drew it looking like a butt up in the air. Now, the very first Valentine that was ever sent was sent in the, the, the that we know about the record. 15th century, a French medieval duke named Charles sent a letter to his wife in 1415. He penned the sweet note to his lover while he was in prison in the Tower of London at just 21 years old. One of the lines in the poem was this, I am already sick of love, my very gentle Valentine. He knew how to, he knew how to talk to him. He knew how to do it. Sick of that prison love. Just talk about <laughs> Valentine's Day steeped in prison love tradition. It is. It's not a we didn't get mass-produced Valentines until the 1840s. Of course, it was the United States. Um, they sold by Esther A. Halland, known as the mother of the American Valentine. Halland is credited with commercializing Valentine's Day cards in America. Not surprised and, a woman. Did yeah. I mean, <laughs> she's remembered for her elaborate, crafty cards made with lace and ribbons. Uh, the tradition of giving flowers dates back to the 17th century. Why was it picked on February 14th, does it say? We, I just said no, that. No, you said that you said the, the, the German guy, or not German, the, 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 the Roman dude picked February 14th. No, because they think that the mating season for birds start, started on February 14th. I didn't hear you say it. You said it too fast. Sorry. Or maybe you said it in your head. You didn't say that. I loud. said it out loud. Nearly uh, 250 million roses are grown in preparation for Valentine's Day every year. Did you give roses to Mary? I did. Pink roses. Oh. Are pink more expensive? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. I think, I think red and pink are the same. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> I don't know why there's like different color roses too. Yellow, white. Is there is there an orange and green? Uh, they're definitely orange. You can get an orange. I don't it think they're green. green. No. I think you, can, you can get like any you get a variety color pack of yeah. roses. You can. Yeah. You, you can make that happen. That'd be cool. All right, that's, we've, we've done enough. We've done enough. Well, uh, we still, I still got. You know, we, we're still open for you know any romantic advice. Okay, guess maybe. how? Guess what the average amount of money Americans spend on pets on Valentine's Day is? On pets? On pets. Not the average American, but Americans as a whole. Uh, I would definitely throw out the word average if you're if you're talking about buying your pet a Valentine gift. Um, I don't know, thirty-two billion. Well, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Some crazy people out there. Twenty-seven point six million American what, what households. That's on cats. What single women? <laughs> yeah. Listen, I love my dogs. They're my girls. But short of getting a treat out of the box next to the back door, I'm not getting them anything else. I don't think we ever got penny anything for Valentine's Day before we had kids. No, I have. I have bought. I have gotten like a special. I've gotten like about special like treats for them on their birthday. Yeah, we do the same thing. And which it's easy to remember because it's 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 May third, which is right before Star Wars Day for me. So, like it's uh, that's how I'm, so I always I'll, I'll go like and sometimes I'll go up to like PetSmart and get like one of those doggy cookie cakes or something. They're like little small. We've done that before. Yeah, I'll do that, but yeah, I'm not. Although we felt bad, we were always you know we were, we got Penny before we had kids, and we were you know she was our kid for a little bit of time, and yeah. we you know, we did all the crazy dog parent stuff and big for and we're like you know. Most of our friends had kids before we did, and they did this thing where it's like, eh, the dog gets annoying after a while, and you don't, it just changes things. And we were like, it's annoying after a while. We're like, we'll never be that way. You know, we're still going to love Penny just as much, and we're going, and we do love Penny just as much, but we did forget her birthday last year. Oh, no. It was a couple of days later, and we're like, oh, my God. Oh, she pooped on something in the living room. I, we felt really bad. It was, it's bad. It was, I'm sorry. It was summer. Stuff was going on. Where do you stand on dressing the dog? I don't like it. Okay, good. We're in the same boat. I don't like it. I hate people who put outfits on their dogs. I mean, I don't hate people who do. I, just I don't think. hate the people. I just feel bad for the dog. It's fine. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, <laughs> no more Valentine's Day talk. We'll shift no, to. No, we, we got we got we got talk about the things we love. Our, who would who would you give a Valentine to? And if you could go back, and give it to a Louisville player. There you go. We can do that. <laughs> we'll also talk about who's going to be here this weekend for the celebration of the 2013 national championship team. We have more belated banner talk. Hit us up at 502-414-1450 if you want to make Trevor Kelsey your Valentine. Uh, we'll talk to you coming up after the break. It's the Mike Rutherford Show. It rolls on next here on Love for real. Woo! 
And like uh, a song called Kissing Game, they had, a, had one album that had a few minor hits on it, and this was one of them. I can tell you like oh, it. Oh, this was all only a, I'm, guys, put this on the background, <laughs> a little candlelight. You know what'll happen. It's trip, uh, tip number three there from Trevor Kelsey. I think the first was Never Be Yourself. <laughs> well, not on today. No, if you want to get any. I mean. <laughs> Welcome back into the show uh, here on a, a Tuesday. <laughs> Tomorrow, I, go back to yourself. You're good. I should have asked you this at the beginning of the show, but we're so desperate to talk Valentine's Day and to get away from any basketball talk. It's been now, yesterday, we know how the show went. I suppose that blacked out around 2.50. I know. You, you were, we gave you yesterday to get it all out of your system, to be angry. Are you any better today? You seem at least a little bit more, you haven't brought up Carl Sheffers once. I feel like I just did the thing in Swingers where it's like, I haven't mentioned her name one time. It's like, I didn't want to say anything. It's like a pitcher throwing a no-hitter. Yeah, and you're not money. Um, <laughs> uh, a little bit. I may or may not Oh no. put some Yelp reviews on like the company he works for outside of being a referee. I may or may not have put something negative on his Facebook page. You need to get the FBI onto the big X. <laughs> We don't have the legal connections that Matt Jones has. I don't know if we can fight this thing. Oh, I'll, I'll call him a Skagney. <laughs> I'm bringing the big guns. <sighs> um, but no, I, 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 I'm, you know, I'm, I'm moving on a little bit, like most, you know, scarred relationships. I was thinking about even getting him a Valentine, you know, sweeties with razors in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I've, I've tried to move on from the fact that he, uh, he's a thieving, conniving piece of POS that selfishly stole the opportunity to win a championship from an entire team in city. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like they always talked about candy with razor blades in it growing up. And we were like, it was always the sweet tarts. People always just, they they said it one time in college. Like I, I'd run out of razors to shave with. And my mom, she would send like care package. Mom couldn't help herself. Like when she would send, if I needed like one thing to send to school, she would send like a whole bag of candy and like these little treats and like the kind of mom she is. And so she sent me like a, this like care package that did have a bunch of like big disposable razors because I'd run out and like all this candy. And she's like, I'm literally sending in the mail candy and razor blades. <laughs> so there you go. Now, have you seen the, the tweet from Juju Smith-Schuster that's making the rounds now? Uh, I, I know that uh, sports talker TJ Walker, TJ Troll, has sent me a texted to me but i have i refused to like i don't even want to open it up on my phone right now there's some going around like, like there have been like the text line sent a a, a valentine the, the fake valentines that are always made it's one with a referee saying i'll screw you like we did the eagles um but the, the one that juju smith schuster has now shared on all of his social media channels is a one of the the, the bradbury see, yeah. fellow for the eagles saying i'll hold you when it matters too most. bad no one held juju mm. when it mattered most i wish somebody steals bike again Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. The first text that we got today was this. I have a serious question. Oh, Derek Carr officially got released. But he kind of, we kind of knew that was coming. Well, on Valentine's, kind of mean, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's literally got dumped on Valentine's. He's a millionaire. He's fine. Oh yeah, he's uh, 
he's I think getting forty million dollars on the contract still. Yeah, he's 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 gonna be okay. First of all, Texas, I don't think Denzel is a great actor. I didn't I did not say that. You don't like Denzel Washington? No, somebody's quoting me saying, Mike, I have to listen to stop listening to it. I don't think Denzel is a great actor. I did not say that. I said I don't like a lot of Denzel movies. You picked Tom Hanks over him. I did. I think that his I don't think that's a bad choice. I think Tom Hanks' category, his 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 uh Whatever his list of movies is better than Denzel's. He does have more range because I don't think Denzel has Denzel really done comedy. Tom can do did comedy early on. Yeah, but I don't think Denzel's. I mean, I'm sure he's done. He said things that are funny, but I just don't think he's ever done an actual comedy that I can think of. Texas, I have a serious question: Is Trevor okay? WTF is going on with him today? The plural thing, the swingers thing. What the hell? Has this person never listened to the show before. You kind of were just you were more out of it than usual during the first. I, I think I'm, I attributed it to Super Bowl fatigue. I think you're still a little bit upset. Your mind's elsewhere. I don't, I don't think so. I mean, I'm, I'm good. I still don't get the whole beer thing, but I mean, the plural thing, and then the priest marrying thing, and then well, that the, was just the, the way you worded it. You that's your fault. You're like the, the priest is marrying couples. I'm like, I, that, that to me that that you could take that as he's marrying them physically. Trevor, nobody else listening thought that. Well, I disagree. If, I, if you said a priest married us, if a friend said, "Yeah, this this here's the priest who married us," would you think that the priest had married both your friend and his wife? I could see, yeah. Oh my God! That. No, you didn't. <laughs> I mean, also we we're talking about like the 1300s. I mean, lots of freaky stuff happened back then. The, look, there have been very few constants in the Catholic Church. Priests not being allowed to marry is like kind of one of the only big ones. I, and how would I know? I don't know that. I'm not a Catholic. Texas Trevor is on one today. <laughs> I don't. I'm not. How else was know all the Catholic ins and outs? Texas says. You are definitely the only person who misunderstood the priest thing. Oh, I'm not the only one. Texas says nobody listening thought that. <laughs> Texas, I didn't know you were a Southpaw, TK. Just use the savings from the weekend for a date tonight. Southpaw? Uh, I think that's a reference to your, <laughs> your. I think you said something about having a date with your left hand. Oh, you, know, you sit on it till it falls asleep. Is that? <laughs> I believe that was called the stranger. Stranger in the, the tub. <laughs> back in stranger in the tub. I never had the tub tossed in there, but I, I have heard. I, I always call stranger in the tub because of the, a Family Guy reference. That, uh, that's that he always. That's what he would call. He called stranger in the tub. <laughs> Texas Mike. I've never done that, by the way. For the record, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't either. I've, I've, some weird stuff, maybe, but that's I, that always was just. I've got, when your arm falls asleep, you have like no control. Over I know. It's like, it's like swinging. Loose. I never like, got that either. Like. Your hand falls asleep, and it's like someone's like, no, it's not. Texas, Mike 100% said the fact about February 14th being dubbed Valentine's Day because they thought it was when birds started mating. Trevor, you even acknowledged the fact and then responded to it, and five <laughs> minutes later, you didn't remember him saying it. Well, there's your, there's your reason. It's five minutes later. Texas, does James Bradbury admitting that it was a whole change of view of the call at all, Trevor? You addressed this yesterday. Yeah, he's, he's, saying, that out, he's saying that to the public because he's a real man, unlike Carl Shepard's. You say he's just—he's being the bigger person. He's he being the bigger person. Yeah, is what he's doing. He's not. You don't think he's being truthful? No, he—he. He, I guarantee you, off the record, he will tell you it was a horrible call and he got screwed. Dollars and donuts—that's what everybody in that locker room is talking about. Coaching staff, owners, everyone. Probably even the referee, but he won't do it publicly either because he's a spineless little troll. Texas says nobody listening thought that Trevor. I swear you just do this stuff on purpose. I don't think he. Do. I don't <laughs> no, think he does. I literally thought that's what you were saying. I don't think he does. I d- it did not occur to me that you were talking about just marrying them. I, you should have put mar- you should have put the word them in there. Maybe then I would have realized it. I don't think this is a me or the website problem. 
I mean, if you were like, I, I married Mary, I'm like, okay. I mean, you, you, I, am I supposed to think that you married her to some other dude? I mean, you did, or did you married her personally? I'm not a priest. <laughs> you don't know that. You could be. Texas, it's 2023. I'm 35 years old. TK is still complaining about the Super Bowl. It's 2041. I'm 53 years old. TK is still complaining about the Super Bowl. He goes on and on and on. Yeah, you, this, this is one that you're not going to get over. No, you're, I can promise you that. Carl Sheffers will come up cons- as long as this show's going on. 50 we, years from now, you will be bringing up Carl Sheffers. If we never show. win another Super Bowl, I'm going to put it on my desk. It's going like, to get my funeral. You're going to hear about it. Texas Happy Robbie. Va- no. Come on, guys. <laughs> How is, is, he, is he okay on that, by the way? I, don't, I haven't seen. He just take ba- looking just to pay some charges. It'll take a couple weeks, I bet. Yeah, I would guess. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Texas says, "Sorry, Tre- Robbie. You, bad things happen. People make mistakes, dude." Move Te- on. Texas says, "Trevor, I can't read that." Is <laughs> it advice or something about what I it's said? It's a question for you. That- well, that mean I thought I was to answer questions. One, I don't want to know. Two, it's, just, <laughs> it's gross. Yes, you know, I'll probably honestly answer it honestly. Yes, and we don't need to go there. Hey, right, well, listen. I don't lie, people. I'm. I'm going to be honest with you. Texas for the Big X collection. It's a gigantic Arby's ring. I yeah, I want that. We need this for the Arby's ring. Yeah, there's like a, an onion ring. An Arby's canopy sign. It's ten feet long. We need this for the. You know, we're getting the, we're gonna get Colgate clock. Okay. We're gonna get the zoo train. We're going to get uh, the the old toy tiger sign. Now if we're gonna get something from Arby's. Should we get the old like hat sign, neon sign? You know, there's a whole account on Twitter that just. Follows pictures of Arby's that still have the hat. The hat, yeah. And they'll. I don't think Louisville ever had one. Like we, that. Yes, we did. It, did it, we? It, it, and it just closed down like like a year ago. The last one that we had, it was out in I think Fern Creek somewhere out there, and it just closed down. And like so, they'll this account tracks pictures of you know where Arby's that have the big hat are still located, and then we'll like also focus on when they close. Like that, that's the whole. It's their whole purpose. It's great. Okay, I, I do like the Arby hat. By the way, t- TJ just sent me what that texter asked, and I'll just say the answer was last night. Okay. I mean, that's... <laughs> this is the conversation that I was hoping to avoid. <laughs> texter now knows. You now know. Everybody, anybody who knew the question now knows the answer. He, he then rephrased it now. It makes it 10 times worse. <laughs> really? I don't think he's like the version that I... He just told me it was that bad. It's not. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not a terrible question. I just didn't want to get into it. I don't, I don't want to bring it well, up. I won't bring it details. Texter says, does how... It, does how it ended change the people's perception on Shane Bahannon's career at UofL? He, this is a good question. He carried us in 2012 and put up 15 and 12 in the 2013 championship, yeah. yet rarely gets talked about when that team comes up. I, I think so. I think that. I think it's unfair. I mean, I, he should always, I think. Shame. The memory should be that that garbage-grabbing bulldog that just was, was snagging every loose ball in the second half against in, in that Final Four, both Wichita and in Michigan. He also, I mean, the year before, was the West Region MVP when we went to the Final Four. He was the M- out of all the great players I, I on the team. Forget, actually, yeah. he was the MVP of the West Region when we went to the Final Four as a true freshman. Um, he I, was a sophomore. Now? I think he's a junior for some reason. Well, on the championship team, yeah, he was a sophomore. Okay, I'm and not, in his junior I, year, he got kicked off the team. Yeah, okay. I was thinking of the other way around. But I, I do think to answer the, the, the texture's question, I do think our perception of him has been warped by how it ended at U of L, and then also the fact that he hasn't really seemed to be able to get things right since leaving it shouldn't i mean we should but it, it is hard to kind of separate the person from the accomplishments to a, a certain extent like we all love peyton siva he comes back and he's he, he's so visible and he obviously he was a great player but think about like terrence williams it, it, he was a fantastic player and maybe it would have changed if we would won a national title in 2009 but he's like 
you know, he came back one time and he just stared at his phone the whole time. People got kind of mad about that, and he kind of came off as an a-hole when he got to the NBA, and now he's going to prison. Like, he's not – you don't hear many UFL people talking about Terrence Williams and all those great, hilarious T-Will quotes from back in 07, 08, 09. Now, his ending was worse to me than Shane, I mean, because you had the Michigan State meltdown pretty much. Yeah, I mean, that, that was or the last just, game. Like, he's, he's being a baby. And, you know, Shane got kicked off the team, which is bad. I don't know. I think it's Shane, I mean, I'd, I – my mind does go to that final four, that Michigan second half game where he just was, I mean, saved us in some ways. He was great. I mean, he was yeah. great in the national title for sure. And he was, I mean, he was but with Terrence, yeah, runs. Terrence, I don't, I guess instead of thinking of the, you know, the great, you know, the guy who had not one but two triple doubles with us, I believe, and was an impact player and a star player team, I guess, but my mind does automatically kind of go to the negative of that Michigan State game more with him than it does with Shane. I'm assuming this question comes up because today UofL put out a release giving more details about the event that's going to happen on Saturday and honoring the 10-year anniversary of the 2013 team, and they announced the players who are going to be in attendance. Okay. Michael Baffour, a.k.a. Dark Slime, will yeah. be there. Yeah. Logan Ballman will be there. Um, the walk-ons are obviously going to be there. Wayne Blackshear, Jordan Bond, Gorgie Zhang, Luke Hancock, Montrez Harrell, Tim Henderson, Mike Mara, Zach Price, Peyton Siva, Stephen Van Trees, and Kevin Ware. Now, Price isn't the one who went to Missouri, right? He is the one who went to Missouri. Okay. Now, the two notable omissions, Russ Smith not going to be there. I know he's playing overseas. Okay. And Shane Mahanan not going to be there. Does he could get a furlough? Shane is, to my knowledge, I mean, at least as of recently, in town. I he didn't show up for the Russ thing last year yeah. when he said he was going to. He's not even RSVPing for this thing. I don't I don't know what's going on there, but the only thing that I've heard is from people who are on the team. They have like a, they still have a group text, and they were talking about who was going to go to Russ's retirement Jersey retirement celebration last year and who wasn't. And Shane was responding, and so like what I'd heard at that time was like. We know Shane's alive because he's but like nobody keeps up with Shane. Nobody talks to him. Kevin Ware and he who were so close, they don't have like a, a, a tight knit relationship anymore. I don't think. I didn't, did you say Ware's name in that list? I didn't hear it. Yeah, he's he's the last okay, one. Good it sucks. Like I, I would like to see Shane come back. I worry that you know the next headline that we have about Shane Bahan is going to be something bad. It'd be nice to see somebody trying to get involved and trying to. To turn around this, not this seeing story. headlines is better than seeing headlines in some cases. For sure, especially in this case, I think. But well, in normal cases, when you talk about ex-athletes, it's probably usually best not to hear their name in headlines. I, I was hoping to see his name on this list, and and he's nice. not going to be here. But those uh, those players will be in attendance. That should be a lot of fun. I mean, ha- I mean, we're all talking about the banner. We're all talking about who's not going to be here. Let's let's acknowledge the fact Gorgie Zhang's going to be back this weekend. Like that is a an occasion. For a celebration. Gorgie will be in the Ville. He'll be in the building. He's the greatest human being ever created. He's our best specimen. We love him so much. I can't be, could not be happier that he's going to be in town. Please at least make this competitive. We there, can't, we can't lose to Clemson by 40 with Gorgie in the building. You know, I know I, one of my favorite things, not favorite things, but one thing I like when I go out like on Facebook when I wake up is like seeing the memory list. And yeah. like there was one just from like a week or so ago that was from like 15 years ago or so, maybe 13, 14 years ago, whatever it was. And it was uh, it was me like posting something about like going on the show to talk about Louisville's new big recruit Justin Justin Coleman and does it result in getting a a project in a guy named Gorgie or something like oh, that? Yeah. And I was like, this is great. I mean, this is hindsight looking back at this, somebody's probably like, who the hell is Coleman? <laughs> Justin Coleman was a big deal with that. Yeah, he was the big recruit, period. like a four star kid. I mean, we had him and then the Memphis kid. And, the and I remember one got remember the home. first like shot you get of Gorgie is him doing the soccer ball thing with the basketball, and everybody's like, what the hell? <laughs> it was a he was an unknown project for sure. Yeah. 
We all thought his name was Ding until like the second game of his career. <laughs> like, oh, it's Zhang. We, I mean, Sean Moth called him Ding the very first exhibition game. He was like, Ding. <laughs> his first better. made shot was a three. I'll never forget it. <laughs> that, that I forgot. Uh, Texas says, happy Valentine's Day, TK. Hey, thank you. Happy Valentine's Day to you, too. And it's a picture of you as um, Cousin Eddie with, I believe that's, Who's he got the boss tied up with a bow? I believe that is that. Is the, that oh, it's the referee. It's Carl Sheffers. It's a picture of you. Is it really? <laughs> it's a picture of you as cousin Eddie with Sheffers tied up with the bow from uh, from Christmas vacation. That might go on my Facebook page. I can send that to you. We'll make that happen. <laughs> I like that. Texture says, I don't know what that means. <laughs> Texture says, I love you, Trevor. I would make it this evening if I could. I don't even know what that means. Oh, that's the same person who was asking that question about you. Male or female, I don't care. Come on along. Eh, okay. <laughs> Texas says you can have platonic love Valentine's Day, right? Yeah. Texas, this is actually perfect timing. Speaking of not coming back, how excited are you to have Gorgie back on Saturday? Very, very excited. Gorgie's the man. He's the best. I wonder what kind of shape Shane is in. Uh, my guess, not playing. Today. I'm thinking, yes, thinking the same thing. I mean, I hope he's not like gone like whole Mark Bell situation, but I mean. It's still. Texas says, Chris Beard to Louisville in 24-25. He can be cleared of most wrongdoing and probably some mandatory counseling by then. Why not a second chance for Beard and someone that could really bring Louisville back overnight? I'm not going to complain. I st- I would. I, for, first of all, I'm a huge Chris Beard fan as a coach. and I mean, I don't want Chris Beard. He'll, th- this will blow over, and he will get another chance somewhere else, and someone's going to be very fortunate for it. I don't, I don't think you can. I don't think us being us right now, you can take him. I don't. Not right this year, but I don't know if he's coming back within a year or two anyway. I still don't think. Maybe another season or two. Yeah, I don't don't think. If he's – if whatever happened was so bad that Texas had to fire him after paying him all that money midseason. You don't think Chris Beard's going to get another job? I do. I don't think we can hire him. He will. I don't think we can hire him. Now, would it be – does he have to go, like, small level first, or does he get a – He'll get, like, a lower – you know, I mean, you know where he's perfect, SEC, because they don't care. No, that's that is a good. He'll coach at Ole Miss or Mississippi State or some school like that, and he'll do well. And then maybe he gets a, another shot at a big time school. They have to get Mississippi State has to fire Ben Allen first, though. You can't have two guys in the same. Well, that they already would, did fire him. That, he's not. He's gone. I thought he was there this year. No. Was this? Did they fire him at the end of last year? He's gone. Yeah, he's been gone for at least one year. Okay, because he was there last year. I'm almost positive. Was it his last year? Last year? It may have been then. Because they got they have Chris Jans from New Mexico State, which yeah, so they, they definitely was his last year. Because okay. Jans comes over from New Mexico State, and the guy they hired ends up ah, having yeah, a yeah. program that has to cancel their season before it's over. So there you go. I was kind of surprised Allen was there, but I think it's Mississippi State. I mean, you can hang down there and be bad, and no one will ever remember you're still there. You can. Jans is having a good year. Like they're they might make the NCAA tournament. He's a good coach. He's a really good coach. Texas, is there a cooler nickname than the Vanilla Godzilla for Van Trees? I don't think so. One of the best all-time yeah, nicknames ever. Yeah. Even though it wasn't really like a L thing. It was after he left. Obviously. Oh, it was? Yeah, it was because he was the Vanilla, Vanilla Godzilla because he was playing in Japan. Uh, they nicknamed him that. We don't we don't get credit for that, unfortunately. Japanese are very good at nicknames. Texas, if aliens do arise, is that a thing? Yeah. <laughs> I like how distracted you moved with that. I didn't know like, if aliens are, wait a minute, what? I know it's one of those things that you just say as a throwaway. <laughs> I didn't realize they had a reputation for nicknames. That's like a... He had a possibility. <laughs> Texas says, if aliens do arrive soon, do we send Gorgie as a representative? I feel like he's our best chance to avoid a Jack Black Mars attack situation. <laughs> I forget. That's a very young Jack Black, by the way, that did that. 
I think we have to send Gordon. That wasn't Jack Black that started that though. Remember, it was the it was the hippie girl let let go of the the uh, dove. That, it's that, been a while since I've seen it, but that's, yeah, that yeah, does that does sound it's right. The loaded cast. I forget who it was it because I, I don't think there's anybody that isn't a star name in that movie. But she releases a dove, and the guy the, the guy look, the alien looks at he's like ah, ah, and shoots. That's the dove. right. Yeah. That's, you're exactly right. Yeah, but uh, I, I think I would I would I would be a representative to meet the alien. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> no, <laughs> you get us in a a. a, a, a Stellar war really? in five seconds. Yes. You ever seen anybody poking for puffing for four hours start a war? Interstellar war <laughs> instantly. Just just all of us dead. All of us dead. Gorgie could Gorgie could strike peace. Gorgie or Teddy. I think I could do it. Texas, do you ever wonder what his career looks like if Mike Maris stays healthy? He had his moments. Not mm, not don't think. I think it probably looks like most mostly like what we saw. There were flashes. I mean he Mara, here's the thing about Mara. Everybody remembers the shooting because Rick Pitino called it the greatest high school shooter you've yeah, ever and he, seen. Yeah, like he and he forced so shoot, many shots. Too. He didn't shoot the ball all that well. Mara did other things really well. He he was a he was a pretty good athlete. I mean, he had the tomahawk um, dunk. He was a good passer. He, he was not a great defender, but he actually, he did more things than just shoot. But everybody focused on the shooting because that's you know he came in as. Supposed to be like the next great U of L shooter, and he he wasn't. He had the one tomahawk dunk, which I know you're talking about. He's like, he's a great athlete. He had that tomahawk dunk. It's like, he takes a little more than just a dunk to be a good athlete. He's also six foot six. I mean, he should be able to dunk it. I would. I stand by it. He was a <laughs> Mike Merritt was a good athlete. Uh yeah. If he even stayed healthy, I think he'd have been just a average, not an average player. I don't think he would have been really anything impactful. Texas Trevor would not get us in an interstellar war. He would, however, probably get us all put on display like zoo animals for the aliens. That sounds about right. Is that a bad thing? Yeah, not great. I'd definitely sell the human race hard. Yeah, we know that. <laughs> Texas says, uh, remember the Titans as my favorite Denzel. Yeah, I like remember the That's Titans. That's a good one. Yeah. I was, you know, you know my philosophy on that movie, though. What's that? Is it's a great fictional movie. Because almost everything in that movie is not true. There was a... <laughs> There was a, a comedian I they saw didn't recently. Have a, they didn't have a Virginia Hall of Fame until like 20 years after that, that movie took place. There was a comedian that I saw recently who was like, you know, racism's a pretty big deal in America, but football's an even bigger deal. He's like, he's like, <laughs> he's like if racism's up here, football's just above it right here. He's like, he's like there's even a whole movie about it. He's like, have you ever seen Remember the Titans? He's like, all these people, he's like, systemic racism, horrible things going on. And then all these people in town are like, oh my God. The high school football team's four and zero. These guys are my brothers. Like, like these. Like, I'm like, that's not not a bad point. That's all you need. It's just you know the high school team to get hot. Sports brings us together. Texas with dark slime play over Zampane. Well, not on this team, but dark slime was better than Zampane, I think he's coaching. He was at uh, he coached at Mail last year. I think he's still coaching at Mail. Is he assist- is he assistant there? I guess. Yeah, so. Michael Baffour. Actually, he, I take it back. He was an assistant at Mail last year. He got a head coaching job this year. And I can't remember where it is, but he's coaching a, a local high school team. Mail's got a new – I think their coach this year is a first-year coach, isn't he? Is he? No, that would make sense. He's either first or second because the guy I've had before him was um, – I want to say somebody that was – it wasn't Boo Brewer, but it was somehow like – somehow connected to Boo Brewer. I can't remember how. Mail's hot right now. Uh, Michael Baffour is the North Harden head coach. Okay. Props to Dark Slime. Killing. We have a bunch of former players who are co- high school coaches in, local. in Kentucky. Ellis is the head coach at Fern Creek. David Levitch is the head coach at North uh, North Oldham. Yep. Michael Baffour at North Harden. Bullet out there at uh, Pikeville. No, yeah, I think it's whatever Valley is the name of the school in Pikeville. We 
looked it up last time and I've already forgotten. Shelby Valley. I think. You always forget Spikeville. <laughs> but it's not. That's not the name of the school. I know, but you yeah. always you always you always brain fart for a second on where it was. Yeah, because he played. He ended up transferring to Pikeville for his was that it was finished college. Uh, all right, let's take a break. When we come back, four o'clock hour, we'll have more nonsense coming up. I got a couple other tidbits to get to from today. And uh, I want to we'll know some Valentine's story history for, histories from uh, from Rutherford Bath. Oh man, I don't have any. Do I, don't have, think, do I don't have, think I have any good ones. Do you have any good blunder ones? Kind of, but it's not. It's not a good story. I'll, I'll tell it after the break. We, we can do that. I'd I got a hotel with a hot tub in it. Well, I think you told it last year. We'll make it happen again. Okay. It's gonna happen. Let's do it. I have that many stories. TK <laughs> TK stories coming up after the break. The four o'clock hour. It's next here on the Big X. Because it's, uh, it's on the soundtrack of a movie that came out in movie, A little movie called First Kid. First Kid? You remember the movie? Is it about the, the son of the president? Yeah, Sinbad. And, yes, um, yeah. It's got the, uh, the kid who actually plays First Kid. You may recognize him. First as, Kid? As young Gordon Bombay in the flashbacks in Mighty Ducks. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, this was uh, this, when he goes on the date on the skating rink, and this is the song that's playing in the background. <laughs> song by Jason spelled J uh, parenthesis S-O-N unbelievable because you know what he, all he wants the to do the 90s were incredible he just wants to love you in the background tonight yeah lower life little flowers what do, think, what do we think Jason's up to these days crack something tells me he's not <laughs> Wherever Tevin Campbell is doing like a 90s flashback tour with salt and pepper. and You said it's J-A parentheses S-O-N? J, little parenthesis, like you, like you put like in a possession for on the S. An apostrophe. Apostrophe, yeah, and an S-O-N. Jason. Okay. Yeah. This is the only song he had that was he, and I say my, I'm playing fast and loose with the word minor head. He's 42 now. He's, 40, he's my age. 42. Well, most of He had two top five singles in New Zealand, though. Did he? Was yeah. this one of them? <laughs> Probably. He changed his name to Jay Sonic. <laughs> when, he got, when he got older, he's kind of like when New Kids on the Block just went by like NKOTB or whatever. <laughs> uh-huh. He actually had, he's had three Billboard Top 100 songs. Was uh, I'll Never Stop Loving You one of them? It was the second one. That was his, yeah. his highest charting. Yeah, yeah. Such as his probably the number one. His most recent was from 1998, and it was titled I Should Cheat on You. 
Well, maybe she, <laughs> he apparently got, he did stop loving her. <laughs> Jason got jaded very early on in life. Just He went from soulful to just bitter very quickly. I actually had the CD this song was on. Unbelievable. <laughs> I wish I could turn the computer on. You could see. He's, he wears like the uh, the, the Kango hat. Like, oh, I've seen. I, I, I see the Google. Yeah, like, that's just like that's kind of like his. He looks like, like he's eleven. I know. <laughs> hey, it's the jam though, man. You put the song on, you know, ladies get a little little little, little squirmy. Yeah. Don't use that word. That's not <laughs> squirmy. <laughs> he's on Instagram. Is he? Yes. I'm not even on Instagram. <laughs> Uh, okay, there, there's our, that's our Jason recap. There. Hey, if it weren't for Jason, there could be like at least you know a dozen kids right right now that don't wouldn't exist. This is true. Yeah, because this uh, if you're in high school right now, these are the songs that your parents were probably listening to. I'm doing the math in my head. Yeah, you're in high school. You say you're fifth, well, not in you're, high school. I mean that, that was '95. Like high school kids were born in like 2006. Now this could be grandparents making. Yeah, this is the, the, at this point. This could be grandparents' music. I mean, I can't say because I have friends in high. I have friends of mine that I, went, I, I grew up with who are at least I know two that are grandparents already. Yeah, I mean it's it, yeah, it happens. I mean, you, you can technically be a grandparent. I yeah, I mean yeah, I mean my my one well, my buddies his his son is 21. So I mean yeah, I've got a friend in, who had a kid when he was in high school. It's weird to think about because I remember it vividly. Is right when we're about to graduate. And now his kid is in college, and it's you know, his kid is older now than he was when he had him. When I grew up with my neighborhood. He had his first daughter when he, we were seniors, and she now has a kid. She when she had her kid when she was he had his kid. He had her when he was eighteen. She had hers when he was she was twenty one. Let's talk about uh, from yesterday. We we talked about this because I feel like forty year virgin scene. Yeah, it's a hot grandma. My grandma was like a Jack Palace. Hot grandma. <laughs> Let's talk about this banner situation a little bit. Oh, no, okay. I, I know. Just I know. Be, I know. It's all right. It, we talked about it yesterday. I know. But there's been more fallout. And I, I think the biggest fear that Louisville, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. This is what I think. Because the, the reaction to the, the number one coaches poll banner news coming out yesterday. It was kind of visceral from Louisville fans. Like Louisville fans, it, it was more than I thought it was going to be. I knew right when I got, the, I, I said yesterday on the show, Right when I got the text in the morning from the the member of the 2013 team with the Josh Hurd email, my first response was, "Little fans are not going to like this." Yeah, and I think do you think now? Just a quick side question: If this had come out like like a year after the banner got come down, do you think it'd have been more accepted, or do you think it's because it's been now ten years and we're just like getting so sick of it, like we just want our freaking banner? We're not- I'm going to tell you what I think it is. Okay, I think that Louisville fans are very aware of how it's being perceived nationally. And how like we're we're being made fun of. Like we are we're in a vulnerable spot right now. We're kind of we've been the stigmatized like bad boy school for a while now. We the stripper jokes, the FBI jokes, the paying players joke, like all that stuff. We've we've been hurt by this. Mm. And we've we've kind of started to move on from that. The NCA cloud is gone. We have no pending investigations, no that. And instead, we're now like the made fun of school because we're three and twenty two. Rightfully so. Which is almost worse. I actually would argue that it is worse. Oh, I would definitely argue it's worse. And now we, we're, you know, we're celebrating this the, the national championship, which is our last really great accomplishment as a program. It's a reminder that it hasn't been that long since we were at the top of the sport, uh, and now here we are at kind of the bottom of the sport. And I think that every Louisville fan knew what the reaction was going to be when you put up something that was just as transparent as this, that it was just... 
a reference to 2013 that can't be a reference. It just brings it, it evokes all the memories of the scandal stuff and everything that happened after we won the, the 2013 national title, which sucks because this weekend is supposed to be about remembering, you know, the great memories along the way, the crazy Syracuse comeback in the Big East Championship, Tim Henderson against Wichita State, all the Kevin Ware stuff, getting everybody back together. And instead, like this banner in a weird way, because it's so generic. <laughs> just weird like like yeah. you know number one coaches poll 2013 it almost is a distraction because it reminds you of all the stuff that happened after the 2013 season and, and i think that's what's gotten in people's minds it's impossible to be thinking all about all the great memories all the 2013 when people are like paying attention to why does that say number one coaches poll team right next to the ones that say 80 national champion 86 national champion i think that is jarring to a lot of fans and then i think the reaction everybody kind of like we're sick of getting made fun of already for a number of stuff, and we knew how this was going to play nationally, and it's exactly how it wound up playing. There are posts out there that have you know, taken all the, assimilated all the, the reactions, all the jokes that rival schools have made, and put them into one big post, and you, you knew it was going to happen. It's just another. I mean, was it better just to not thing. do a banner? I think so. I, I, I mean, I get it because it's, it's almost like you know, I mean, I don't, I mean I don't know if you get this reference because I worked at Carver Hills for so long, but. Like, you know, you, you asked to get the, 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 the you, you want an Ohio State jersey, and your mom comes home with one of those Coliseum crappy jerseys. You know, like, every kid probably knows. You don't want to you don't want to go to school wearing that. You, you know, get you, Lincoln Logs instead of Legos. Yeah, I mean, exactly. You're, yeah, you you're get, you know, the whatever, you know, Billy Hillfinger T-shirts, you know. Is that your Gochi purse? <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I got a fur coat, but it's rabbit fur. <laughs> Look, there's a path. You can see where my dog tried to hump it. You know, it's like, yeah, that's the, that's kind of like what this is. And it's just, it is, yeah, it's going to bring up. And I, I get where Josh was trying to do the right thing in terms of Same. honoring these, these players. But I would think maybe instead of honoring them, maybe do, do something more along the lines of like the unforgettable kind of honoring that UK did, but maybe not put all their names in the rafters, but you know, I don't know, a group banner that just signifies that team just for who they are, not for just all, all just what they did as well, which is win a championship. I mean, I guess what he was trying to do. I, I, yeah, he, he, his heart was in the right place. I think. I just think he didn't think it through to the point where he was like, "Okay, this is, might be happy for the players. They may like it, but and maybe he doesn't give a belief what the Nashville's like. Maybe he doesn't. That's fine. I mean, that's good probably. But I just, yeah, I, it's, it's it's very clear based on what like what I said on the show yesterday, what I'd heard, and then what Josh said himself in the interview with Rick Moses from yesterday. That's what he wanted to do, and I think he exhausted a lot of options, and he's in a he's in an impossible spot. He is because everybody just wants the 2013 national championship yep. banner up there, and anything short of that, unless it's like what people have said the the NCAA champions with or without the NCAA in it, like say 2013 champions, which he said I went to the NCAA and they said you can't have 2013 up there, you can't have this up there. Like he's like we tried to do that, they said no. Not only did they say no, they said if you do this. You're going to be back in front of the committee on infractions, which we just finally, after five years, got away from. I what else so, were banned words like 2013's banned? Yeah, you said 2013. You can't say champions. Champions. You can't basically no direct reference. It, the whole thing is so dumb. It, it is idiotic what we're ha- what we're having to deal with here. Like this word's okay, but this word's not. It, it's the absolute dumbest thing from a group that is more dumb than any other in America. But Josh. He's damned if he does, he's damned if he doesn't here. Because if he sits around and gives the fan base anything other than the 2013 National Championship banner, people say it's not good enough. And if he doesn't do anything, 
then I think people are like, well, why aren't you working to make this happen? Why, why, why don't we have something acknowledging this team? It's a tough spot for him to be in. I kind of am of the belief that we should have just not done anything if we couldn't do the full-on banner or something that's closer to just saying 2013 national champions. This feels like not even a half measure. It feels like short of a half measure. But at the same time, I get where he's he's trying to get the message out there now by saying a year or two ago, the NCAA said no to this very idea. So the fact that they're now coming in and saying you can have some acknowledgement is a step towards the goal of us having, you know, eventually that banner going back up. I just for right now and for what we want this to be this weekend, it kind of it kind of sucks. And also like I'll say this too, I don't blame rival fans for getting their shots in because if we were on the other side and this was Kentucky doing this, like kind of when they did their fake football trophy, yeah. We'd be taking shots. Well, too. It, 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 I wouldn't expect anything less. Yeah, it, it's what, did, what if we did the banner non-red and put like the Yum Center presents on there? I brought this up yesterday. Like, who's can they instantly punish us if the Yum Center hangs something up there? It's their stadium. I think we, yes, is what I got from her. So the Yum Center hangs up a banner that says the incident belay is the Yum Center can't, but U of L can be. Yeah, I mean, yeah, which which sucks. I mean. He's he's making it very clear. He, I think he wants UL fans to understand that he hears their frustrations, like he and the players' frustrations. I mean, he he made it a point to say this is not ideal, but it's a step in the right direction. I get that our fans are highly emotional about this, but we're he's trying to like let people know like we're trying to do something here. Like we're 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 not going to we're not just sitting down lying. You guys have complained about that for far too long. We're trying to get something. I mean, honoring like this them done. though on Saturdays is doing something. I mean, that is still doing. Yeah, something. exactly. Like, like you don't have to actually hang a banner. I mean, I mean, we debated this. I think you and I did last summer about whether or not they were even going to do anything for yeah. the. Because hey, five years ago when it was the five year anniversary, U of L did nothing. They had to have an unofficial, like non sanctioned event down on Fourth Street Live. Five years is too early anyway. You should tend to them. I mean, yeah, I, I kind of agree. But they wanted to do something. The team did. I mean, nowadays and, it could be a five year anniversary, and somebody still be on the team that was on that team. <laughs> That's that's actually very true. <laughs> Our starting point guard who started that game. He's Kia Clark. I mean, hell yeah, Kia Clark would be yeah. a part of the five year anniversary. Exactly. Coming up, uh, I guess that would be next year. But yeah, he could still be a part of the team. But you know, Hurt's trying. He, he's doing what he can. And the NCAA is they're being a holes about this whole thing. They're being ridiculous. But I I do think it's interesting that you know with the Reggie Bush situation, they were straight up like, no, can't have it back. But with this, I think they're they're realizing how just silly it is that Louisville can't have a banner declaring that they won. Like Jay Billis is tweeting about it as he tends to do. But, like he says all this nonsense over a banner. Louisville won the twenty thirteen national championship, period. By NCA rule, their own rules, every team that Louisville beat gets to keep the losses on their record. So who won those games? It's Louisville. Now, we still have the banner in our possession, correct? He said, heard it said during a press conference that he knows where it is. Okay. Because, like, so we're not at a hangout, but we have our possession. Now, when it comes to the Heisman, like, they took it. So is it, like, sitting in a drawer at, like, the NCAA offices, like when your high school teacher would take your, your, your take something from you and he put it in the drawer, like, you can just back at the end of the day. Like, where is this? Ever where? just has it sitting on his desk trying where to impress girls. He's yeah. like, yeah, <laughs> won this bad boy back in 63. Like, where is Reggie Bush's Heisman? Because in most cases, like I said, the banners, I, I know for Fat Five, if you ever watched 30%, they have their banners like in storage. And, yeah. 
I'm sure we do too somewhere. Yeah. Like, but Heisman was literally taken. So oh, it's we like, didn't know where the cake of nails was. Remember that? They're yeah, like, they're like, we had no idea. Is that somebody's house? It was like grad assistant had it as like in his sports like a bar. Former grad assistant yeah. just was, had it chilling at his house. Which, by the way, is a great thing to put in your man cave. Who, by the way, texted us that on the text line, and I thought they were joking. Like when we were talking about the cake yeah. of nails, he was like, he's like, hey, it's right here like, in my house. Like, do you want to see it? And then I, I sent that on the text line, and then a week later, we're like. Josh Hurd is talking about how they had to go get it from a former grad assistant so, who had it. So if you like go to these really offices, it's like his husband like sitting in the kitchen, like next to the fridge. I mean, is it where where where, where is it? Everyone just thinks it's a decorative thing. Like, no, <laughs> yes. that's that's Reggie Bush's real husband. <laughs> it's like just, yeah. I'm 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 kind of dead serious. I'm dead serious. I don't know what his husband is. And o, they got OJ's too. No, didn't OJ's get sold though? Because then he go try. Didn't was that? I don't, I don't, think, that, I don't think that was part of the memorabilia. He thing. tried to steal back. I think they took it back. Okay. But do they really take it back? I mean, do they take it? I mean, you can just back it when when we say you can have it back. The thing is, like, what would you? I can understand. Is like, it back at the downtown club? Maybe. I mean, I can understand taking away the record of Reggie Bush and OJ Simpson winning a Heisman. But if you wanted to come take the physical trophy away, I mean, can you legally? Like, if Reggie Bush says no, yeah, <laughs> I, I, they just take OJ's just because of the the situation of his off the yeah, which is kind of wrong in its own right. It I mean, kind of is. Like, I mean, we're not condoning murder. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> or getting away with murder, but also it doesn't feel like that should change. Like they they didn't take away his records, they didn't take away his you know his his stats at USC. Yeah, I mean, I keep maybe not letting him back in the downtown athletic club, but I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, you, you let him keep the trophy. Yeah, he, he won the award. Exactly. He, if he'd done something off the, on the field to cause to, to be taken away, like Bush, maybe then yeah. It's like if we wanted to take away Andre McGee's records here because he did some not cool stuff that we don't agree with. Like, you can't. It doesn't change the fact that you can't be like, we don't want to be the number one overall seed who lost to Michigan State in the Elite Eight. Like, well, you were. I'm sorry. It happened. I'm so, I wonder if it says the down. Maybe that's where it is. Maybe it just went back to the downtown athletic club. Maybe that's where it is. I think he still got it. <laughs> I never thought about this until now. I'm really curious about it. I kind of am, too. I'm like, I, don't know I bet somebody's that. written about this. It's got to be, yeah. I bet somebody has, has written this about this. Are they the only two that have their, their Heisman's taken back? I think so. I think that's it. I think everybody else is still a okay by the Heisman Trust. Herschel Walker's just hugging on his for dear life. Herschel Walker's like, I'm, <laughs> I'm one more failed election away from I'm having one this more, bad boy gone. I'm one more Twitter rant away from that. <laughs> this could be bad. Um, but the banner thing, I hate that it's become a distraction. Because this should be the only fun thing that we have to look forward to for the rest of this god awful basketball really, I season. I mean, is it a distraction away from the ceremony or a distraction away from the team? Because if it's the latter of the two, I'm 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 okay with it. The the good thing is my understanding is they're not going to do because people are like it's going to be you know when you unfurl the banner and, and it comes out, people are going to be upset. They're not doing that. Yeah, which is good. That would have been bad. It's not going to be like the Russ Smith thing where it's like, everybody now, direct your attention up. What is, like The banner's just going to be there when people show up on Saturday. It's just going to be up there. It's going to be new. I've got no idea if they – I hope it's not like placed – remember how it used to be before they took it down where it was prominently – they had 80 and 86 and then 2013 right there next to like the American flag. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, right in the middle. Picture, yeah. I hope it's not up there with the other – because it would just – that would stick out. Would you put it in the end like – after the like before the NIT fifty something one in the probably line or, something like that. It goes back to my my new plan, which is eighty thousand banners up there. Make it so like the banners mean nothing. Banners for everything up there. So like you have to like, oh my god, that's the national championship from nineteen eighty is right next to Jerry Smith hit a buzzer beater against Marquette one time banner. <laughs> like that's just yeah, every triple double banner. Hell, every double double banners. 
triple double. Be, there. I mean, we've only had two people with triple doubles, right? I think three. 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 Ellis, yeah, it was Ellis did one. Ellis, the Smocky was the first, and then T Will against Michigan against UK. By the way, it was. It was the very first one. I never forget watching that game. Um, but I, I I think that by the time we get to Saturday, I hope that by the time we get to Saturday, this is kind of pushed to the back burner. It's still there, but it's not like the def- because this has been what people have talked about now for the last 24 hours, more so than the actual event itself, more so than who's coming home, more so than memories from 2013. Because, I mean, I want to spend Friday's show. I mean, God love us if we're previewing Clemson for any more than, than 15 minutes. Depending on how Virginia goes. I would like, we know how Virginia's going to go. <laughs> Keep hope alive, man. This is like the new Fast and Furious sequel. <laughs> we, we know, we've seen this before. It's Fast 17. We know how it's going to go. I can tell you the plot right Police now. Police Academy 8. I bet they get kicked out. <laughs> some of the some of the minor details I'm not going to be able to get exactly right, but I can tell you the nuts and bolts. I, I know how tomorrow night's going to go. <laughs> so Friday, I hope that we can do like memories from 2013, talk about the title team, maybe try to get Peyton or somebody on the show, because this should be a really cool thing. It's been 10 years since... What is I know was the greatest sports memory of, of my lifetime, and I'm sure a lot of people who are my age or a little bit younger, it's it's crazy that it's already been that long, and in some other ways, it feels like it's been oh, it's like 20, 30 different lifetimes yeah, since we got there. I agree. But this should be celebrated. It's been 10 years. Let's get the guys back in town. Let's share some memories. Let's have fun. Let's not worry about distractions. Let's not worry about the fact that the team is 3-23. and 23. Let's just have a day to feel good about the fact that this happened 10 years ago. Did Kentucky honor their team last year? I would assume so. I mean, I would have to be last year since we had the more current national championship than them. We won it last. Yeah. Remember the whole we won it first thing? I'm like, what a, what a weird brag. They're like, we won it first. I'm like, so you have the less recent, more national title? What a weird thing like, to brag like about. point out how they have more dust on their trophy than we do. Keep calm. The twins are coming. They came all right. I can't even make those jokes anymore because they knocked us out of the NCAA tournament. They oh, was, you can still make They were so worry. overrated for that entire season, and then they got hot. But they didn't win a national title, so that's that, that's at least good. Uh, 502-414. What? Thank you, Frank. Thank God. You and Sam Decker. I'll love you forever. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton sex line. Hit us up there if you've got thoughts on, on any of this. Um, I tell you what. Let's go ahead and take a break. I want to come back. We'll shift topics entirely. We'll take some thoughts from you guys. I've got a couple other basketball nuggets to get to. I've got a football note to talk about, which thank God football. Well, like if we were going to do a banner to honor the team with that, like acknowledging like the accomplishment of championship, what would? Because the team didn't have like a group name or anything, right? Like there wasn't like a. There's got to be a way. There has to be a way you can acknowledge a team without having to include the accomplishment of winning a championship. All right, we'll put a pin in that. We'll think about that. Yeah. We'll share some ideas after the break. Keep it locked right here on fourteen fifty and ninety six one, the Big X. Then like that, you disappear. 
I can tell you really want to play this song because this is the lowest quality audio I've ever heard in my entire life. To a sultry edition of the Mike Rutherford Show here on 1450 The Big X. Play this tonight, you ain't gonna be watching much of Jack Ryan. Another note, it was one year oh, there's ago a, there's today a music video, apparently. <laughs> so bad. I like the music video version. It's just called the album version. If you were. Alright, here's what I want to do. Because <laughs> I've been saying since we started doing the show a year and a half ago, over a year and a half ago. Yeah, that's been over, yeah, it's, yeah. We're going to find you love. Like I, I thought, I think twenty twenty three is going to be the year of TK love. So, well, I mean, if it weren't for Carl Sheffer, I'd have been in love on Sunday. This is true. Sheffer was a a temporary derailment. Yeah, he's a, he's a heartbreaker. If you're listening out there, heartbreaker, and and you're thinking, you know, I like this TK guy. He's got a great personality. He seems hilarious. He's he's a giver. He's, he seems like a lover. He seems like a giver. He's a giver. I want to give him a shot. Here's some things that we need to know about Trevor. <laughs> I don't know if this is going to be good or bad. Or I want, oh, no, I want you to let him know. Oh, okay. I don't know what to tell him. What do you want me to tell him? Ideal Valentine's Day night. Are you a go-out guy or are you a stay-in guy? little Netflix, little chill, watch some movies? Uh, I'm flexible. I can do either one. I'm probably the type of guy, though, that I like would, that answer. I'm probably, though... I mean, it would be on be up to her. Like, if if I know that she's not a want to go out person, then I won't make plans to go out. But I know if that's something I know she'd probably want, then yes, I would probably probably try to be extravagant and do like fancy dinner reservations, maybe a hotel room somewhere nice uh, for the night. Um, Look at like you. I said, one one Valentine, I had a limo come pick us up. You did and take yeah. I, I told you that's the hotel we went to with the hot tub. First of all, what hotel is that has a hot tub? Okay, just say it. For the record, okay, <laughs> I, I, want, I want this out there. Okay. <laughs> they are few and far between. <laughs> and it's easier to say I got a hotel room with a hot tub in it, a, a jet, jet pool, whirlpool room. In, sure. In the, you're not going to get it in most of your nicer hotels. I remember I called like God, I called like all these nice hotels asking for it. I the didn't find one. The Omni doesn't have a hot tub in there? No, a room not. option? It does not. Now, one that does the Super 8. <laughs> <laughs> so I had, a, I, had, I had a limo come and pick us up at my house. I got a quick question okay. before we move on. Yeah, Usually the story does have questions in the middle of it asked normally. Yeah. So did you prep this young lady with the knowledge that you were going to a Super 8? Well, I, I just said we had a romantic evening. My my fear would be if, if you've planned this romantic evening. Granted, like a hot tub in uh, the hotel room is nice. That, it that's is yeah. a nice little. 
but she has a certain thing in her mind, a certain image, and when you pull up to a Super 8, it can be... It can be shocking if you're not. Oh, especially when it was like in the middle. I forget. It was like it was not like like Oldham County too. Yes, it was like a super. That wasn't. It wasn't like downtown. It was somewhere kind of out in the on the the, like the boonies. So I'm worried that she would have. I would have been worried that she would have pulled up and she'd be like super eight. You hype this up. We have a limo. I may. I may have told her the hotel. I feel like if that's the case, you got to kind of be like we're. So we're going to a super eight, but. I think I but I said but there's a reason and I I didn't I wouldn't say why that's 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 the right plan I'm pretty sure that's the way I did it I, she went she went there with me so clearly I said something right exactly yeah, she didn't <laughs> she didn't sprint out of the limo it's like the limo came I had flowers in the limo ready for her as well that is you know the limo was coming no she knew nothing else. all she shocked knew, honestly all she knew was that I, we were we were, I had plans for the night and we were going to stay at a hotel Trevor this is this is uh, and so and this is just a random Valentine's Day. Just yeah, just and, uh, whatever. Just a little thing I put together. And the limo came. This old we, thing. I had, the, I had the flowers in the limo. Uh, I can't remember. Where, I don't remember. I, mean, I must even went to the spaghetti factory to eat. I forget where we ate dinner at. I can't remember okay. now. It was somebody she liked, which I remembered then, but don't remember now. And the limo Thames that takes us and tr- takes us to the hotel. Had the hotel. Take, got all the use out of the hot tub. Trust me. I forgot about what we're gonna do the next day. The limo just dropped us off. Oh god! Like we could leave. <laughs> <laughs> I get, I get the setting was it literally occurred to neither of us until we walked out the door and with our bags and we're standing there going, we don't have a ride. <laughs> so what happened? Did you call Cap? I think, I, think, I think she ended up calling like her brother or something. Or oh, oh god, he I called her. I think I tried to get her friends, but like I couldn't get on anybody. I think I'm gonna say it was her brother came and ended up coming to get us. <laughs> Is that the romantic, most romantic thing you've ever done for a Valentine's Day? <sighs> It have to be that's for Valentine's. That's gotta it's, be up there. That's up there, yeah. A limo in a hot tub room. I mean, I've also done like I've I've also done like I what non Valentine's like I got us a weekend at like the Gold House overlooking like a nice one of the nicer rooms there, and we we, we ate at the what's the restaurant down there? In the uh, well, now it's the Swizzle up there. It used to be the Brown Room or Brown something. Oh, the Oak Room at the Silbach. Oak Room. Yeah, that's where we stayed. The Silbach. Yeah, that's what it was. We stayed a weekend at the Sealbox. Oak room is delicious. And we did, yeah, and it, it, we went and ate dinner and like breakfast. We basically ate the, the, the Oak room like both days we were there, both nights we were there and stuff. Can't go wrong. It's the only, I think, five star restaurant in the uh, in the area. Yeah, it's good. It was good. Spend, I think we I got a deal on it somewhere like we had like a, a voucher for a free brunch or something, but nice. the rest of it was paid. Yeah. Uh, disappointed in the room though. But that's because it was an expensive room and like the, the view was like of just another building. And the rooms are small too. They are. It was, it was, I was not, she had a good time, which is all that mattered, but. So I say this, I think I've, I've told, I think we've, we've had these dueling stories before. And I've taken trips too. I've done, like, when, I've taken weekend trips around that thing. When I proposed, like I, when we got engaged, I got a room at the Sealbach as well. And yeah. we, we had dinner at the Oak Room and the room was, it was one of the bigger ones. I, you know, I did the whole thing where I'm like, Hey, I'm getting engaged tonight. Can I get like a little bit of an upgrade? You know, we'll pay more. And it was one of the nights, but it is very small relative to like what you would expect. For, for what you're paying, a nice place yeah. that you're you're paying that much for. So I did the whole thing. I did like you know the roses. We had the champagne and stuff. But it's overlooking. We were looking directly out at Fourth Street Live, and it was a Saturday night. So you know you're, you're very romantic night, and yet you hear like Buck Cherry Crazy Beat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're a crazy beat. But I'm like, oh my god, is this happening? Is, this, is this, can we like get the noise toned down At least over there? You at got that view. Like I said, ours was like the view of a wall of a building next to us. It I is. Mean. I mean, it's a great hotel. Like the Oak Room is fantastic. The Steelback Bar is is awesome. Um, we've been there several times for drinks. We actually watched um, the American Pharaoh win the Triple Crown there before a okay. wedding, which was was cool. But the room, like the noise, was just it was a little bit of a, like we should have brought our sound machine or something. We should have brought a fan. I don't know how to drown this out, but it's yeah, it's it's, it's still a great place. 
Now, have you ever done like the weekend trips on a Valentine's Day thing, or not really? I mean, we have like the first year that we dated, which would have been back in in '09. I tried to kind of go all out. Like, I tried to kind of I did like heart shaped chocolates. I, I you know, we were going to Porcini. This is before. I guess it was after the scandal. So this was it was still kind of like a, it was. But we, we had never been to Porcini. Uh, I made you know, this is romance like a quick game of the day. Yeah, I know. Hey, but I did all this stuff, <laughs> and like she had been really busy with work, so she hadn't done much. And I think it ended up backfiring on me because she felt like pissed off that I'd done too much. It wasn't like, oh my god, you she was like, you weren't supposed to do this. I'm kind of mad about it. it kind of like, that's why. You, that's when you got to kind of play that. You got to. I know you have to kind of know. You got to walk. You got to look. Yeah, because I mean, I could have got all that to sub for for a young lady like I described, and she'd have been like, I just want to stay at home and chill. Like, yeah, which is so. Which is nice. Listen, I'm all for that too. I learned my lesson early on, and that was kind of, you know you got to get to know your partner. So now, now the key we have a to all this, though, that we don't really do big Valentine stuff. Like yeah, even if you don't do anything big though, the key is that you always got to get flowers. Yeah, you don't have to get candy. You don't have to do like the stuffed animal. You might not yeah. even have to do a card really, but you got. I mean, you got to have flowers. If you don't do flowers, then you're basically doing yourself tonight. You might as well do. You got. And you don't have to go all out. You don't have to. Do the, there is a minimum, and you got to get not a flower, people. We're talking plural here. It's flowers. You heard from the man himself. Now, the second question I was going to ask, because I looked this up, the according to Psychology Today, the most important question that you're supposed to ask a potential romantic interest or a potential partner is this. And this— Did you used to be a dude? No. <laughs> this is not great timing for this question, for you because if you yeah, listen to yeah. yesterday's radio show you already know the answer to this but this is according to psychology today the most important question I didn't even listen to that you should ask a potential partner is this what are you like when you don't get what you want that's a stupid question <laughs> there's a reason why psychiatrists only get date their, their patients that is a stupid stupid question what what is question what is the next thing they say that you should always say you do look fat in that dress What's your answer to that question? She asked me that? Yes. That's, what's the question worded again? What are you like when you don't get what you want? I have everything I do want, baby. I've got you. And then she say, but seriously, answer the question. It's like, I don't know. Let's say you don't get a Super Bowl win for your favorite team on a dubious holding call late in the game. How do you handle that? Angrily. <laughs> Can I ask you some things I can have tonight? And if you tell me no, we'll, we'll find out the answer. <laughs> it's amazing you're still single. That is a dumb question. No one in their right mind should ask that question. That's a trap question. That's does this direct, that is do this, does this make me look fat question. That is, there is no good answer for that. Have you ever asked anybody if they look, make you look fat? No, not unless I was trying to get broken up. Are you open to new ways of looking at things, even if they conflict with your own opinions? Yes. Unless think, it involves I, the Cowboys. I think that's true. <laughs> 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 what if she doesn't like football? As long as she's okay with me watching football, then I'm fine with it. She doesn't have to watch it with me. I have no problem. I'm all for not having the same, all the same interests. Same. Even, in a, even in a great relationship, you need to have some alone time. I agree with that, too. Yeah, there's some people who are like, it would be great if, like, you know, like Mary didn't care about football. She she'll watch U of L football sometimes, but like she didn't. Yeah, I mean, she likes she likes basketball a lot. Like for example, say say the missus is a huge reality. Like she loves like mass singer and stuff. I don't like the stuff, but I'll probably sit and watch it with her occasionally. I've caught a few episodes. She used to watch. She used to be big in Dancing with the Stars. Which, yeah, I, which I hate that it. stuff. But I would I, I would 
I sat early on in the relationship. Now it gets, it gets to a point where you get married. Like we've got multiple TVs. I'm well, go yeah, upstairs. I don't watch every. I wouldn't watch every episode. I wouldn't expect her to watch every down of a football. But game. But like when I was hanging out at her house back in the day when we were dating, and there's only so many places I can go to. I watched a few <laughs> more episodes of Dancing with the Stars than I would have cared for back in the day. It's all right. You're not. You are far from the only one that'll ever have ever had to sit through something horrible. I had to go see the Notebook. Okay, Notebook's not terrible. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Same girl, by the way, that made out with me during Passion of the Christ. Though Notebook's not terrible. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds heartthrob or Ryan Gosling? Just say Simon Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. It was Ryan Reynolds that at least had some humor, hopefully, to it. I don't mind the Notebook. It's not terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't like the. I don't like the modern scenes, it was though. Boring. I don't like. I don't. I just. I disagree. I don't mind it that much. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. If you have love tips for TK, or if you want to, I don't know. I can give you romantic tips. Listen, I know how. To, here's the thing: if people look, go look at my profile pictures. I I've convinced women to sleep with me. You might want my advice. Mm. It's a sell, right? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Texas says, my husband once gave me a Valentine's card with a tire gauge in it. A tire gauge. That's fantastic. <laughs> that, that dude, that's, that's, gotta, that's off a TV show or something. No, she says, I'm, I'm sorry I was out of my car for a second. Did Trevor just say that he had a limo take him in a date on a romantic date to the Super 8? Oh, yeah. There's no way that I just heard that right. Super 8, baby. Hot tub in the room. It is pretty. It's a great story. Those those like hot tub rooms, by the way, those hot tubs are too. I can't. They're too. I'm too. I'm not, like that, that was like young 20s Trevor. Like, 40s Trevor's not getting in those hot tubs and getting back out now. No, it's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Texas, They're more common, too, now. Texas says, my wife just laughed at me the last time I got her flowers, a gift that dies and gets thrown in the trash in a matter of days. Mary it, does do the thing where, like, if it, Valentine's Day is a little bit different, but for, like, occasions, she's, like, if you're going to get flowers, let's go cheap flowers. I don't no, want you to yeah. waste 150 bucks. But on a Valentine's Day, you better do it. I don't care. She may laugh and, and say that, dude, but if you don't get them, trust me, you will regret it. Texas, Trevor thinking that's a dumb question tells you everything you need to know about being single. I honestly don't feel like Trevor has been in an adult, a.k.a. mature relationship. Uh, You've been, you were in a lengthy relationship. Yeah, longest relationship was almost 10 years. A long time, yeah. Yeah. Um, Would you I, call it mature? Borderline. <laughs> we've, we've all been there. I mean, yeah. A lot of us have been there. <laughs> Not really, no. I mean, it had its moments, but... Uh, I mean, after that, though, I can't, I'm trying to, I guess, maybe two years was my longest relationship. That was, in, maybe, I guess, most of them was like maybe a year, six months. Not a lot of long relationships other than that one, really. And that's a lot to do with not just for both parties. Like, I just, I get, I don't know, I'm ready to move on. Like, I just get kind of annoyed with people sometimes. You've been out of a relationship for a while now, though. I have, yeah. You've been single for a little bit. Yeah. I've had, I mean, I've had my fair share, but. No, I have, I've not exclusively been with anybody, no. Texas, I, I visit many a hotel for work. Many small-town hotels have, have said hot tubs. Yeah. Also, just about all of them are in Pigeon Forge. Hot the, tub is a minimum. They are actually very more easy to find than they were, I think, 20 years ago, maybe. This was circa, yeah, this, oh my God, this was probably like 2005, 2006. Maybe 2000, yeah, around 05, 06, it's it's almost 20 years, yeah. They are easier to find. Like I, I was on a road trip and stayed somewhere and and out west. It was just a random hotel, and they had, they had, they had one in there. 
Texas Mike announces at the beginning of this segment that he wants to get TK hitched. He then proceeds to put TK under the investigative hot fluorescent lights grilling him. That wasn't grilling him. What really? That was hot fluorescent lights. He handled it well. I didn't know I was grilled. Was I being grilled? Texas says Noah and Allie's love story is the greatest of all time. It's a great love story. What story? The Notebook. Oh, Noah and Allie. I, that, that's, the only time I've come close to watching the movie was the night I had to go see it in theaters. Texture says, uh, yes, Captain Safety and I are still together, by the way, 28 years in, so I guess the tire gauge was okay. <laughs> I've never gifted a woman a tire gauge. I can say that. I mean, that's, I mean, that has to be like I'm on my way home and I forgot to buy a gift. So I'm going to stop at the, the Chevron and this is what they have. Like, it was either this or an or a oil funnel. Somebody sent in, there's an actual website that has this as a post. 12 Louisville hotels with jacuzzi rooms or hot tub suites. You could have used this. The Hilton Garden Inn downtown that, has, I, has a hot tub. I got two to one since that hotel was even really built when I, when I did this. The Hilt, uh, Probably not. It, okay, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I'm telling you. The Hilton Garden Inn, Louisville Northeast. Yeah, they're very more common now. But I call you had, You have no idea how many. This is Now, the Quality dating. Inn probably was. That, that was definitely around. Quality Inn and Suites by the university and the airport. I know exactly where that is. Plus, the hot tubs that they have put in those rooms now, the jacuzzi tubs, they're smaller than the one we... I remember. I know they were... Because me and her fit very well into the one we had at Super A. The Days Inn and Suites by the Wyndham, Louisville Southwest. The La Quinta Inn by Wyndham. Hey, I've stayed at La Quinta Inn a few times. I've, I stayed there in Clemson. I've stayed there in Memphis. Charming Home, which I don't know what that is, in Derby City. The yeah. Econo Lodge. There you go. At the airport. Has a hot tub. Well, I mean... So, I mean, these rooms look lovely. Then, then people, you can now take my advice to the next level and actually take her to the same experience, but with a uh, nicer hotel now. Some of these do look a little small. Like, I don't even think that's a hot tub. I think this is. Oh, no, the jacuzzi tub. tub, Yeah, it's, it's, it's not a hot tub. It's a jacuzzi tub is what I'm I'm really describing. But like, even the one, like when we stayed at, it was a bigger, like, it wasn't an actual, it was a jacuzzi tub. This Ramada near Shelbyville by Valhalla has like shag carpeting. (laughs) <laughs> it's got a big hot tub. It's got like the old school furry brown couches. This I need to say it. This Ramada by Wyndham, Shelbyville, Louisville East. Well, Incredible. Maybe next year you go there. Yeah, maybe Valentine's Day, twenty twenty three. Already covered. Texas says, "Did you last?" Mm. What? 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 No, we can't say it. Did I last what? It's actually about Porcini. It's the obvious oh. joke. Right? Oh, dude. oh, we ended up not going to Porcini that night. Oh. We got Thai food, which has become kind of a tradition. <laughs> Nothing says romance like that. Texas says, I'm surprisingly very impressed with Trevor's Valentine's ideas. I know. Oh, I got good ones. I can give you some more. He'll shock you. Listen, I have spent my entire life watching rom-coms and movies. I've got ideas, people. Texas says, this show needs more teenage pregnancy talk. <laughs> we didn't talk about teenage pregnancies. Did we? Technically, I guess we did in a way. Texas says... <laughs> But TK, did it have one of those coin-operated vibrating no, beds? No, it didn't. It did not. I've never actually slept on one of those. I've never seen one of those. I've never seen one in a room either. Only in movies have I seen them. I've never I've never seen one in real life. Texture says, Texture, stop bagging on TK. Half the marriages end in divorce. No one knows what the hell they're doing. I agree 100%. Yeah. Texture says, very more easy to find. Is that, a, is that a TK quote from today? Oh, did I say that? Maybe I did. I don't I have no idea. This is also to be discussed that the the fact that the Frishes in St. Matthews is closing. It's their last day today. What? The Frishes, yeah, right by me, is, is closing. Over the, now, in the Moby, is Moby Dick still there? Yes. Okay. That's crazy. I mean, that's like a, 
a healthy, I know. That's that kind of hurts because that was like growing up like that. No, was, I tell you what, the Moby Dick's gone. Oh, it is? okay. I thought it's, it was. It's becoming a Blaze Pizza. And today's the last day of, for Frisch's. See, that was because Toys R Us is gone too, right? It moved out. Oh yeah, it's been gone for a while. Like that was kind of like part of my great my part of my childhood was I remember I grew up with grandparents and like we'd always go like we'd go to like that Frisch's or that Moby Dick and if I was good we got to go to Toys R Us right after. Oh, the Toys R Us was like heaven. Oh, it was. I mean, that was yeah, that was the yeah the the the, the grand all for kids. I mean, if you're good, you can go to Toys R Us or uh, Children's Palace was another decent one. But Toys it didn't. Do you remember Children's Palace? Yeah, it was right there by St. Mike's Little League. It's where Best, Best Buy is now. Exactly. It used, to have, it used to be shaped like a castle. Yeah. And I used to always love it because you'd come around the corner and like you'd see, you could see the, the pillars. It didn't have the same effect as Toys R Us, but it was still good. It was like, it was the knockoff. It was. It was a knockoff. Uh, but the Toys R Us, yeah, that was that's sad, man. That's yes. there, there was one. The other one I always remember was one not far from here over on Breckenridge, and it's now like a car wash. But yeah, anyway, Frisch's Big Boy, it's been down forever. Staff members were apparently told that it was going to close today at 2 p.m. last day. I made out in the bathroom there. I, God, Trevor. <laughs> I used to swing by there. I mean, I stay used to. I've done it several times the last year and just get like a, a hot fudge sundae for like a nice little dessert. Yeah. The last time I got it, it was not, it was not great. It just should have been my first sign. But that first is, I mean, my mom went there for her birthday a few times. Yeah, she's she an it. iconic scene there. And like I said, I don't go up to the road as much, so that's why I couldn't remember the Moby Dick was gone. I Moby Dick is gone. I thought it was. I don't think there's any Moby Dicks around here. They're in Middletown now. My yeah. wife just found out via the show that that, that Frisch is, is going, and she's not happy at all about it. Also, my mom texted me and said, I can't wait to get home and tell Daddy where we're going this weekend. Apparently, I guess uh Hotel the hot tub. She's taking Trevor ideas. Your mom's is? Apparently. Good job. I don't know how to feel about that. Come on, Mama Brother. Keep the spark alive in that relationship. Texas Mike says, is the younger brother. Texas, there's a Blaze Pizza approximately 300 feet from where the new one is replacing Moby Dick's. I assumed that that Blaze Pizza was going to close and they were going to just go to the new one. But yeah, I've never they, been to Blaze Pizza. I haven't either. I've heard good things. I got pizza for the first time like a couple days ago in a long time. And I can't, I, I don't know, like, it's like one bite, and just like I, 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 it transformed me back to like sixth grade year. Like remember, like because pizza when I was a kid was like the the bee's knees. It was a big deal. Like you get it at school, and it just had I don't know it had a certain just the smell and taste. And just, pizza was everywhere. Yeah, it, it also was it like had, it was like dining. They had like arcades. Oh yeah, you had booths, I mean, yeah. You go play uh, a personal play pizza. Before time toys. Yeah. And, I don't know. It, it doesn't taste the same as I remember it as a kid, but it still just had like I don't know. It's got it's awful. It's every bite though, it just kind of reminded me back of going. Like I was having flashbacks of childhood memories, and it was kind of cool. I get nostalgia whenever I have Gaddyland pizza, like Mr. Gaddy, which has been a long time now. Say, where's the Gaddyland? They're gone. There's still one. There's still one here. It's just it's uh, I think out there. How long's the one in West been closed? Uh, probably like eight to ten years. I, I go far back. That was where I used to have my champs rollerblade parties. Was that that? Yeah. Was, Sorry. That was cha- the champ. Now champs is still open, right? There's still champs. Open. Still champs over by, by the uh, over by UPS drive. And kids still have they have roller skating parties because I've got friends who like have yeah. kids who are now like in first grade and it's like champs roller skating party tonight. I was like, oh, I'm glad that still happens. That's yeah. Now I, the thing crazy thing is though, I couldn't skate. I'm the, I'm the, I'm the one that would go and just hang out in the arcade, play arcade game. Yeah, yeah. I, I never could. Sk- I've never skated in my life. I've never sled. I've never skated. I can't. I still can't believe you've never been sledding. I've never been on a sled. We gotta get this man on a sled. You KRC should say a lot of time. Texas says the Moby Dick next to Jim Patterson is still open. I think there's still really? one on. There's one in Middletown on Silver Road, like over by Mark Speed Store exactly area. Right. Yeah, yeah, I know there's one there. There's still one there. 
Uh, Scoot, Scooter Dingus says Blaze is the bomb. I mean, I'll try it sometime. I've just never had it. There's the Disney store at Oxmoor Mall was paradise as a kid, too. That mountain of stuffed animals seemed so big then. See, that was that was after my time. That was, that was I thought that was closer to your time more than mine. I never went. Like I just remember Toys R Us, like walking in. Toys R Us. And, uh, in my mind, the Toys R Us ceilings are like cathedral style. Oh, like yeah. they're a million feet tall. They're stacked to the brim with toys. Like it was the greatest thing in the entire world. You knew all the aisles, the, the far right, the far left before it became an R zone because I worked at the Toys R Us at one time. Was like where all the baby stuff was. Yeah. You want to go right in the middle. And, oh yeah, video games. Like right I there. and now the Disney store. I remember the Disney store, but I always remember like more of the Warner Brothers store being kind of. The more kind of cool place for as a kid than I remember the Warner Brothers. I don't even remember the Warner Brothers being before Disney, Disney, wasn't it? I think. Like I said, I was not a big mall kid. I remember I KB Toys in the mall. Was what did I, you not? You didn't do the mall hangouts when you were like in middle no, school. We've had this dog. Okay. I didn't know what Spencer's was. That's right. Yeah, there's no way you could have been a mall kid. Not know what not a mall kid at all. I thought everybody in middle school hung out at the mall at one point or another for for a span. Like me, ours was St. Matthew's Mall though. Oxmoor was. I think it's reversed now. I think kids more go to Oxmoor and vice versa now. But when I was a kid, it was St. Matthew's. Oxmoor's for old people. Yeah, St. Matthews was the yeah the cool mall. Texas says, which famous athlete is a major owner of Blaze Pizza? I don't know. No idea. Is that a, that's a good question. LeBron. Texas, is, it, is it LeBron? I'm just guessing. I have no idea. Texas says, St. Margaret Mary has a champ skating party tonight. There you go. The kids, the kids are still nice. doing it. They, they're still rocking it. Oh, skating parties are awesome. Texas says, I'm 22. I had Toys R Us and Disney Store and watched both close. Tragedy and grief. It, yeah, it's, ter- it's terrible. I think Disney was before. I mean, I think Warner Bros. was before Disney, though. I, I feel think, like yeah. I think you're right. Texas says there's still a Moby Dick in Jeffersonville. I mean, Jeffersonville's got everything. There, there everything. is a Books a Million in Jeffersonville. There's a Books a Million by us. It is LeBron. Is it? Straight guess. Boom. I was, I was just Googling it, too, yeah. Although, if you're, if you're going to guess, like, famous athlete, that's <laughs> not exactly a, a shot in the wind. Texas, so I found it impossible to bet on the cards about now. I lose by 34 to Pitt, play a better team to an eight-point loss and score above 80 on their home floor. It makes no sense. If they just play that game every time, totally different. Just don't bet a little. Yeah, that's probably best. Yeah. That, that's the whole point. Texas, KB Toys was the best. KB Toys was good. KB Toys was good, yeah. I liked KB Toys. I did, too. All right, let's take a break. When we come the best out, part about going to the mall growing up, and the kids today will never understand it, was that you, you had, if you wanted Chick-fil-A, you had to go to the mall. Like, freestanding Chick-fil-A's didn't exist until... I didn't even know there was one in the mall. There used to, and it wasn't in the food court. It was where the, uh, there was like a little step up. There was like three little steps. And you went up, and it was right there at the, uh, next to a, fra- a frame shop that sold like uh, paintings and stuff. I didn't have the first time that I ever had Chick Fil A was driving to Miami for the Orange Bowl, and oh, Lord, I grew up on Chick Fil A. I never had it. Like I just remember we had we were driving, and my buddy, like, we were. The girls had said, we, we drove in two different cars. Like, there's a car with four guys, and there's a car with three girls that we were going down there with. And we like we knew that we needed to eat sometime soon. And my buddy goes, I guarantee the girls are going to want to stop at Chick-fil-A. Girls love Chick-fil-A. And I bleep you not, no more than three seconds, one of our phone rings. And they're like, hey, you guys want to stop at Chick-fil-A? That was the first time I ever had it. It was delicious. You fell in love with it, right? I did. I really liked it. it. Good. Very good. It moved to the food court when where Daher's used to be, if you remember Daher's. Of course. My aunt used to work there. That's why I used to go. I would go, like, visit her at the mall and... All right, let's take a break. When we come back, 5 o'clock hour, a couple of hoops to- topics. We'll have some more nonsense talk. Trevor Valentine's memories continue. It's a Rutherford show. Happy Valentine's Day to you. It continues next here on 1450 and 96.1, The Big X. Tell me what's on tonight I'm coming to 
This is more of like school dance right here. Definitely school dance. This, this makes me feel school dance. Even though I was, I guess, I don't know. I guess I didn't really play. I, this song came out when I was a freshman. So I didn't. I think about it, it, this was. John Michael Montgomery did have a version of this. Oh, he I'm, had the original version, and then All For One did this. This is All For One. Right? Does All For One do any original songs? I don't think so. Because I swear it was a, was a, re, was a remake. It was. This, this is, is a remake. Yeah, I John mean, Michael I, Montgomery was the first. I one mean, they do. were the only one to do. She's got skills because no one else got those <laughs> to do that song. <laughs> but this, I never knew that was a. I always thought this was their only original. John Michael Montgomery did. I, I remember it being a big thing. Like, and they, they, the songs were popular at the same time. Really? Yeah, which is kind of wild. Um, welcome in. Okay, five, hold on. Hold, five o'clock hour. Rutherford show. You hear that? Fourteen fifty nine six one. Big X. What's up? Someone's playing "Wind of Change" by the Scorpions. I can hear it somewhere in the other next room. door, probably. Yeah, because I know that I know that whistle from the song. Great song, by the way. Okay. Uh, not a romantic song though. It's about like yeah. <laughs> bringing down the Berlin Wall. <laughs> I guess it's romantic. Now, but but you, you all for one. You were I guess you were you were. This was middle school. But this, this was middle school dances for you probably. I this, no. This was before middle school for me. This is like oh really? I'm like in fourth grade at this point. I hear that part because I was a freshman yeah. when this came out. I know, I know, I was a freshman because the girl I dated my freshman year loved the CD. Like this, yeah, I'm, this I'm, in, I'm in fourth, fifth grade. This and the the red light, red light special was like her two favorite red songs. Was a great song. Yeah, that was her two favorite makeup. Because that was definitely that was I was like third, fourth grade. When, okay, when that TLC album came out, yeah. crazy, sexy, coolies. Yeah. So this is yeah before my time. This was before okay. I was, could go to dances. What was the what was the middle school dance that, you, that what was the, the the song that was the most popular slow song at your middle school dance? Eighth grade, I remember it was a lot of Casey and JoJo. I can see that. There's a lot of Monica Angel of Mine. Remember that was was big. I remember Monica. I just don't remember the song. Angel of Mine. I remember that was big. Um, then they would play a lot of Puff Daddy was big at that point. <laughs> Master P was big at that point. Yeah, it was a lot of it was a lot of that. Great time to be alive. Ninety eight, ninety nine. Mine was early 90s. Like you had more like Brian Adams and crap like that. It's fine. Uh, welcome in. Five o'clock hour here on the Rutherford Show. I have got to get right to this. We mentioned the the Juju Smith-Schuster tweet, right? Yeah. 
he's yeah he's doing the trying to be funny thing. Posting he's the trying picture. to be yeah. It'd be funnier if you'd actually earned your turn. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. Posting the, the picture of, of the you know Bradbury from the Eagles saying I'll hold you when it matters most. The fake Valentine. Well, AJ Brown didn't think it was funny. AJ Brown has retweeted the tweet and says, first off, congratulations. Y'all deserve it." Then goes on to say, "This is lame." You was on your way out of the league before Mahomes resurrected your career on your one-year deal, TikTok boy. He admitted that he grabbed you, but don't act like you're that, like you're like that, or ever was. But congratulations again. I love you, AJ Brown. Just roasted him. He ain't Called lying. Him TikTok boy. He ain't lying. He was he was on his way to the CFL before uh, he was. They they saved him. TikTok boy. TikTok boy. I'd say. I mean, if I get called TikTok boy one time, I would. <laughs> I'd have no comeback. It's a huge smack in the face when you're a pro football. Is that player. is that is that an insult to kids today, or is that not? Well, he's like big on TikTok. Judy I know. I knew he was. I knew he was. I didn't. I didn't know that. But the, I mean, just calling him TikTok boy is just such a. It's fantastic. Kind of funny. It's I great. I love you, AJ Brown. Other Eagles news today that we have not talked about. You guys lost now both your offensive and defensive coordinator. Yep. You mentioned this yesterday about how part of the reason why you were so upset is. There's never, even when you bring everybody back and everything's going great and you make huge offseason acquisitions, there's never a guarantee that you're going to get back to that point. So every opportunity means so much. But you knew you were going to be losing a lot, and now you've officially lost both primary coordinators for next season. One of them uh, becoming the former, the second Louisville player ever to take a head coaching job. Um, where, where's Gannon going? He's yeah. I don't think he actually ever played. I think he was a graduate. He was like he played. Player. He's on the team. Oh yeah, he was a walk on, but he got injured. I and a coach. Say, yeah. yeah, he he never. I don't yeah. maybe not have played in a game, but he's a little player. Jonathan Gannon going to. He's going to the Arizona. Thank you. That's that's right. He's going to Arizona. He also was on Steve Crackthorpe's staff for a year. Yeah. I want to say he came in with 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 Ragone. I want because they both went to the same high school. You might be right. They're about they're about the same age. They're both from St. Augustine High School. But he joins Jay Gruden, who was the head coach in Washington from 2014 to 2019 as the only Louisville players, former Louisville players, to be head coaches of NFL teams. But this is a... Now, their offensive coordinator, he coached at Louisville as well. He, who? Uh, I can't remember how to pronounce his name. The one the Colts has hired from us, ROC. He has Louisville ties. That's right. The guy who looks like Dak Shepard. Yeah, he he coached here for like a... I think he was uh, under Petrino, maybe. He was, like a, he was like a wide receiver coach for like two years here. Sounds right. And then was gone. Yeah, because that was the thing when we hired both our coordinators that, that, that caught my attention, that they both had Louisville ties. So let's talk about the Eagles now. Okay. How concerned are you moving forward? Sirianni, obviously, lightning in a bottle these first two years. Are you? How confident are you in his ability to be the man long term? Now having to reload on, with his staff. Uh, it's got to be at least a little bit disconcerting. Yeah, I mean, obviously, is. I mean, I, I'm I'm more concerned about the players we're losing. Sure. That, that would, you know, help these those those gentlemen, but. I uh I'm, I'm more yeah I'm I'm I am I'm curious to see what I mean there's been a lot of people talking about like maybe uh, uh enemy coming over from from Kansas City a little I don't know how big a fan I am of that but I mean he promote somebody up but he'd be I, another guy that maybe would be there one year and then take a head coaching job if it came up yeah by the way uh, uh, Steve uh, again I don't know, I can't remember. I can't I don't know how to it's Steichen I think it's press press. He, his first ever coaching gig was an assistant off, office assistant in 2010 with Louisville. This, we're the Kingmakers. This yeah. is what we do. He played at UNLV, but he only spent one year here, and then he went to the Chargers. Ron Cooper's getting the Cowboys job any day now. It's happening. <laughs> Cooper's probably hired somewhere, right? He, 
Yeah, he, was, he actually. Was I think a, we looked, did. We looked this up. He's, we did because he, he had a he had a great run as an assistant. He was yeah. in South Carolina, I think, most recently. Well, that he's I the one that he's. De- I know he was the assistant, the defensive coordinator when uh, they ran that three, that stand up three defense, defensive line, and, and uh, Spurrier and the, they lost Spurrier, just threw him completely under the bus. I tell you what, he is a head coach right now. Ron Cooper is Eastern Michigan. No, <laughs> you think Ron English? <laughs> oh yeah, my bad. I'm looking. I see that now. Yeah, he was with Alabama last year. He was. As the defensive backs, no, he was with uh, yeah, analyst. Analyst. That yeah. was two years ago, though. So that was twenty twenty. Oh, I guess you're right. Yeah. For the last two years, he has been the head coach of the Long Island University Sharks. Great color scheme, by the way. Division one A level. Well, they used to be the Blackbirds, and they changed that. <laughs> was was, was Blackbirds racist? Or I think or, so. Or, and that's what UK fans used to call us, and still do sometimes. I didn't. The Sharks is better. <laughs> I think so. Steer clear of any sort of color. Sharks are, are A-OK. They're not the great white sharks. They're just the sharks. Uh, he went 4-7 and seven in his first year there last year. That sounds about right. Yeah. He has been to a bowl game. 0-1. <laughs> he was head coach at FIU in 16. He took over, I think, in the middle of the season. He did. And it didn't go great. It did not. <laughs> it did not go great. <laughs> he finished 4-4. Four four. Well, that's uh, better than I thought, better than I remembered. Bobby, he's been a head coach for, what, two Five, uh, nine, ten, eleven full seat, eleven seasons. He's been a head coach. How many times do you think he's had a winning record? Twice, three. Okay, close. He went seven and four at Louisville, and then he went six and five and seven and five at Alabama A and M back to back years. Well, if you can win at Alabama A and M, you can win anywhere. That's what people say. <laughs> that's why it's they an fired. old saying. That's why we went five and six in year three. They fired him. Like, yeah. <laughs> If you're just joining the show, we've talked a little bit about uh, one TK love tips. It's Valentine's Day. Yeah, I got them all for you. Babe. Valentine's memories, Valentine's love tips. You guys have been sharing your Valentine's Day memories as well. On the I'm not line. selfish. If you, just because I can't get some doesn't mean I want. I don't. I want to help you get some. We've also talked about who's coming back for this 2013 celebration this weekend. Who's not coming back? Uh, and then more, a little bit more banner talk. <clears throat> Sorry, can you call button, please? Oh my bad. After you know, call button. There we go. There we go. I remember that I don't have a cough button. Today, by the way, with the, uh, the Eagles losing their assistance, is your annual day on Twitter of everyone complaining why enemy isn't hired as head coach. Oh, I see it every yeah, yeah, it is. Which is going to happen eventually because it is kind of weird that he doesn't get it. You know, well, the only thing I can think of is it reminds me of like for years I kept wondering why Mike Zimmer wouldn't get a job. I mean, he was a great defensive coordinator with Dallas and in, in Cincinnati. And I remember then getting to interview like insider people and talking to them, and on or off the record, they'd be like, "Do you want the reason why he doesn't have a job?" He's like. Kind of not a people person. Like he he he's the type of guy that will tell you what's on his mind, whether he thinks you would like it or not. You think it's something like that that like just industry people know, but we don't. Yeah, he's just he's just not a good interviewer. You know, if you ask him his opinion, he's going to tell it to you, whether you know you want to hear. It. He's just that kind of guy. He's an honest dude up front. And, you, and once you became head coach and you saw him in the ten years he was at Minnesota, which was a decent run, you kind of get. I, I see that now. Like I don't know if the enemy's like that, but recently Lashawn McCoy came out in an interview and said, amongst others, and said that. They would never. They didn't. They left Kansas City because of the enemy. Oh, really? Like he's just not a great. He just doesn't communicate with players well. I mean, I'm sure there's some that would argue against it and he gets along with. But I'm feeling that's kind of probably like it's probably, been going on too long. For yeah, to be there's got to be it would be the way he interviews or just maybe an attitude he has. That that that's got. There's there's no other reason why. Talking to former players who have similar stories but maybe haven't shared them, like Lashawn McCoy. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you want to hear some good news? 
I would love some good news. You and I both, we talk about, you know, we, we did not grow up as soccer people, but we both always get into the World Cup. We have got We didn't get into the last World Cup as much as we thought we were going to. It was hard. It was just the, the timing and all this stuff. Yeah, it was. It was just weird. But the next, the good news that I've got, to just, just put it out there, the United States qualified for the 2026 World Cup today. Well, we're hosting. But we have officially, FIFA says, officially confirmed that Canada, Mexico, and the USA will automatically qualify for the 2026 World Cup. We, okay. We're in. It's coming home. I mean, we knew that already, though. We thought it. No, I mean, it's been confirmed. It's, it's the- officially official. Now, the, the World Cup's expanding in 2026. We're going to have more teams in. More which games. I which I, I don't. I, I guess I, I don't want to say I don't like, but I really doesn't. That doesn't bother me. I, I guess I'm not. A, a, it seems like a, a fine event the way it is. I don't know. We have yeah. to change everything that's good. Be honest though, if they did add and didn't tell you, would you even notice? Really? Yes. Like, are we talking about expanding the knockout round or just the? I. They're going from what 36 to 48 teams. 30, yeah, but the knockout round is still 16, right? I think that's still going to be 16. I mean, as long as that stays 16, I'm happy. All I know is there's more teams. Yeah, I know that. <clears throat> And probably you're probably right. You're just adding teams that probably have no chance of ever making it. Or yeah, for, we're going for, we're going to forty eight. Yeah. So, I don't care for that, but whatever. It does. It, I, there's listen. If you go, you can. We'll, we're expanding the World Cup or the NCAA tournament. I'll be. Like, oh yeah, for it. sure. But they're going to end up doing both. Um. But yeah, re- expansion or not, I mean, yeah, you're guaranteed. A, I mean, when you're hosting, and as well as since we're all hosting all three, then we all three get in. Which we're in. They were in. We're in. I hope gonna, this doesn't make win. us lazy and complacent. Somebody who knows soccer, like, do we still have to go through qualifying? Because, like, that's you know, the most. I would think you would do just for practice, though. I mean, I know we're going to play friendlies and stuff. Like, the most matches that you typically play as a national team comes during qualifying, and we don't have to qualify. I don't know. How, I'm assuming that, that we still go through the process, but it's just we can just screw over other teams, but we're automatically in. Who's the screw over? Canada and Mexico are already in. Well, we can screw over. Three teams are still going to have to qualify from CONCACAF besides us. So we can just be like, you know what? We don't like Guatemala. Boom, we're getting Jamaica in there. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Guatemala <laughs> just kind of sucks. Costa Rica's in there with us too, right? Aren't they? Costa Rica's in there. Yeah, I don't like them. Nicaragua. I got nothing against them. Let's get the Bahamas in there. Let's get somebody who's never been to the World Cup in there. Has Bahamas never been? I'm a, no, Bahamas is like, it's, it's, like, it's like big X. They've got like 1,600 people there. They're not qualifying for anything. Isn't Patrick Ewing from the Bahamas? Or he's from Jamaica, I guess. We actually, I've been to the Bahamas. No, they, Tim, Tim Duncan's from Bahamas, right? Sounds right. Virgin Islands, maybe. Virgin Islands is correct. Yeah. The Bahamas Sports Hall of Fame is on the wall in their airport. Not, like, half the pictures are crooked. It's very, it's it's very, it's not impressive. I don't know why my mind went to the great family guy when, when Stewie went to, like, I know, the, I know, yeah. Gonna, like, it's the truth that he's <laughs> It's very similar to like the, the guys in the Bahamas Hall of Fame. It's like he was on the Olympic team that almost qualified for the Olympics. <laughs> it's like, well, that's okay. Airplane. You got something light to read? Here's a pamphlet. Baby. He saw the field in an MLS game. He's in the Bahamas Hall of Fame. Okay. <laughs> he saw he bought a ticket to a game. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not hard, I don't think. Who's the biggest athlete from the Bahamas? I feel like there's somebody I'm forgetting. Most famous Bahamian athlete? <laughs> This is what we're doing instead of talking about basketball on February 14th. I, would, I, I mean, wouldn't you? I like it more. Uh, I've not I've heard of any of these people. Most famous professional athlete from the, Debbie Ferguson McKenzie. Donald Thomas is from the, the Bahamas. I don't know that name. Um, 
I take it back. It's a sprinter. They're all they're all tracking. They're all yeah. That's what I'm saying too. Like I saw the name Chris Brown came up. I was like, really? And it's a it's apparently yes. Bahamas is tiny. Uh, did you watch the DeAndre Aiden's from Bahamas? Is he? I guess, I, I don't know. I thought, I felt like there was somebody we're forgetting that I. It says Bradley Cooper's from the Bahamas. <laughs> <laughs> two two things. One, he's not an athlete. DeAndre <laughs> Aiden is from the Bahamas. Two, he's he's he's, he's from Philly. DeAndre <laughs> Aiden's born in Nassau, according to his Wikipedia page. Okay. There you go. The most famous Bahamian athlete. We love you, DeAndre. Aiden. Why seriously, Ranker? Why do you have my Bradley Cooper's the best athlete from the Bahamas? <laughs> what are we? What were we even talking? about? I don't know. But there's another this? article that's the top ten Baha- Bohemian athletes of the decade. Does that really need to be relevant? God no, <laughs> no. Um, the, the, Buddy Heald. That's that's exactly who I was thinking. Of. I knew that there was a, a basketball player, Buddy Heald, very much from the Bahamas. Jazz Chisholm, Chicken Knowles. Is from there, yeah. They're, they're, I think, yeah. Don't uh, there's some decent. I mean, yeah. There's DeAndre Ayton, number five, Joquel Jones. I think as you just said. Um, but who's number one on this list? Number one is yeah, Sprinter. I don't know. Shani Miller or Bowie. Oh, she's from. Is that the the one who got like suspended? Miller, yeah. I S H O N N E U I B O. Never mind. I've got no idea who that is. Yeah. Anyways. 502-414-1450. Texas says Jazz Chisholm. Uh, Texas says, yeah. isn't Buddy healed from the Bahamas? Yes. Yeah. We, we could hey, have just sir. used the text line. What happened to the Bahamian? Yeah, why did we bother Googling? <laughs> what happened to the Bohemian kid who committed to Chris Mack? Do we have one? Did we? I don't remember that at all. Yeah. Never been to the Bahamas. Texas I'm just tuning in. Have you all talked about Zach Price supposedly coming back for the ceremony? We we mentioned that Zach Price was coming, but this is... It kind of surprised. But now, Zach Price... I always get mixed up. He... He's the one that was. He's the one that went to J Town. Yes. Okay. Well, no. Yeah. Yeah. Jack, Zach Price went to J Town and then transferred after the national championship season. Yeah. I believe. Who was the other tall, linky kid we had around that same time? Terrence Farley. Yes, that was okay. From that PRP. Was, yeah, that's who it was. Yeah. Now yeah. I remember watching both in high school and saying that neither one belonged at Louisville, and people were. I remember Rashawn Myers would be like, "Zach Price is a decent town." I'm like, Rashawn, this kid's. I watched him in high school. He's no, he does not belong at Louisville. Now the. I guess the the controversy here is Zach Price left Louisville, had some not nice things to say about the program, both on social media and publicly, and there has always been, I don't know if this has ever been confirmed, but there's always been a, excuse me, Mm -hmm. there's always been this like thought out there that he was one of the people who kind of, I don't know if snitched is the right word, but who talked to the NCAA and revealed some things that, about the program that, that were not great, and some of them couldn't be corroborated. He had, for whatever reason, Zach Price had bad blood with U of L after he left. He went to Missouri. Didn't have very good blood there either. He got he got arrested, got kicked off the team. Ended up, I think, finished his college career at Winthrop. Let's give respect, respects to the man. Got arrested not once but twice in the same day. He did over the same. I mean, that's that's that's, that's that's that's. I mean, I'm not even like. I mean, you can make fun of somebody for that, but that's impressive, man. Yeah, it was that's, a that's kind it, of it an accomplishment. Thing. <laughs> Ended his career at Winthrop. I think actually had a decent career at Winthrop after he got That there. sounds about he Winthrop is about the level of basketball Zach Price probably should have been playing at. But people were, I, I guess, surprised that he was coming back. I was a little bit surprised. He hasn't been a part of other things. He, from what I'd heard, he maintained good a good relationship with, with several players on the team that he was friends with. But the animosity that he had towards UofL was 
very apparent. It might be one of those deals where he's coming back, but wouldn't be if Rick Pitino was coming back. I don't know if that's how it worked. But I am. I was surprised to see his name on that list. If you could have asked me, hey, who are a couple of guys that aren't going to come back, I would have immediately said Shane Bahan and Zach Price. But and one is is not coming back. Bahanum is not apparently going to be there over the weekend. I would have said Ware too, I think. But I mean, I Ware only because I thought it was weird that he said he apparently told people he was coming back. I think he actually announced it on social media for the Russ Smith thing and then just no-showed, which apparently surprised some people. But Kevin Ware has been pretty outspoken on social media about, you know, he, he I worked with him to do the shirts about the uh, still got this fat-ass ring uh, when he made that comment after they, they took the banner down. Um, he's made a lot of tweets supportive of UofL, and he hasn't really okay. – he hasn't displayed that same type of animal. I think he had to get out of here because he was just – he was sick of being known as the guy who broke his leg. Which is – Completely understandable. Yeah, he became a, you know, he was like, I could, every time I went out anywhere, whether it was on campus or around the city, you could hear the murmuring. And it's not like, hey, he plays for Louisville basketball. Let's go get his autograph like I'm Russ Smith or Peyton Siva. It was, hey, there's Kevin Ware, the broken leg guy. And that would, if you want us to be seen as a basketball player first, that would get kind of annoying. He went to Georgia State, had a good two years there, went to the NCAA tournament, uh, put up some solid numbers, and, and I think played in Canada for a few years. I, mean, I don't think he's playing right now, but... I can see him being able to put that behind him. I don't think he has any ill will towards UofL. I think it was just a, it got to be kind of a crappy situation for him here. But Price definitely had ill will towards UofL. But, hey, it's been 10 years. Let bygones be bygones. I'm glad he's coming back. Glad he can be celebrated. Yeah. But that did kind of stick out to me as something that was that was strange. Texas says, I also heard that Angel Nunez could have been one of the snitches. Uh, was told that when he left the program, he was telling people that there was real bad stuff going on. Angel Nunez did not. He left U of L in bad terms as well, for sure. And if yeah, if somebody was going to have a bone to pick with U of L, he would be one of those guys for sure. Texas Frederick King, that's right, was the guy from the Bahamas who committed to Mac. Oh yeah, the, 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 yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, I, now you said that. I remember. Yeah, he. I wonder what happened to him. He went to Creighton. Okay. I don't. Last I heard, he was not doing much. I don't know if he's well, Creighton's having a good season, right? Yeah, I don't know if he's still there. Or... He'd, have been a, he'd be a freshman this season, though, wouldn't he? Yeah. Wasn't he going to be a freshman on this year's team? I think that's right. Yeah, he would have been. Yeah, exactly. Is he on the team? I can't find out anything. You can yeah, you look that up. We'll find it out. Uh, but that is, Frederick King was the player. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, I don't see him. Yeah, he's uh, he's listed on the... It's like he's averaging four points, two point eight rebounds, and zero point two assists. Yeah, not great. He's played in twenty five games, started three, averaging about ten minutes a game. I mean, it looks like raw freshman numbers. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, I, I mean, it's for a big kid. I mean, I think they he is. Yeah, they've got a junior seven footer that starts, so he just plays back up to him. Yeah, the, the was it Cockner Faulkner Brenner? Yeah, Cockner yeah. Brenner. Texas, since you tweeted this about Todd Golden, uh, yeah, Florida's gone winless. Maybe UT's overrated, and Todd Golden isn't as good as advertised. I did tweet Todd Golden uh, is a star in the making after they beat Tennessee. I stand by that. I think Todd Golden's the real deal, but they have been bad. Yeah, I knew they haven't been doing anything. They right. got who they listed Vandy over the weekend. I know they hadn't won in a while. But Vandy's beaten a couple of people though this season. Surprisingly, it's been it's been a disappointing first season for Golden at Florida for sure. I stand by it. I think it's, it was a weird hire culturally. I don't know if he, how well he fits with. The culture of Florida basketball, but uh, they've not been as good as they should be this I mean, year. They're sure. they're what everyone else is in the SEC six and six, seven and five type area. <sighs> Vandy's six and six. 
Yeah. Scooter Dinger says, you don't want to cough, wheeze, or clear your throat in the mic anymore. I, I, I've i got no cough button in here. I've got no, There's nothing I can do about it. And I did sorry. that one last one. That was just because my hands were filled. Yeah, I, I lean. I normally do mute mine. I lean away from the mic as much as I can here when I've got a cough, but I've, I've got no button. There's Angel Nunez has no business had no business being in college. The kid couldn't pass my son's fourth grade spelling test. Well, I don't know about that. I, I, I have no idea. He how to, that, he's the one with USC, right? Or that's Jaquan Aaron. Jaquan Aaron went to USC. Angel Nunez went to Gonzaga. I believe he went to USF. Which one went to Gonzaga? He may have gone to Gonzaga and then finished up at, at USF, but I think he ended his career at, at USF. I know one of them went to somebody went to Gonzaga. Or something. He went to USF. He he finished his career. He went to Gonzaga, then USF. That's exactly okay, that's what, what it was. Yeah. Okay. Spent two seasons at Gonzaga, did nothing, averaged 2.7 points. Oh, I knew, yeah. I didn't say it did good. I just said it was And then went to USF yeah. to, to finish up there. Texas, we need to find Trevor's ex-lovers and interview them. That would actually be a fantastic show. I would love to do like a like the episode of The Office where Michael Scott goes back and looks at all the love interests and how it all played out. I would love a breakdown Trevor's, like, how was he as a boyfriend what went wrong? Do you still think about him? If you had to do it all over again, would you? Can you see a path where you and Trevor are happily married with four kids right now? This would be it'd be the most listened to show of the of the of the Rutherford show. Uh I think the one long relationship. I think she lives in Atlanta now. You think? You know? I think she. Does. I don't know. We don't keep in touch. Um, that makes me more excited to make this episode happen. The I, I know a few, like, I know the high school one. I know, I, I think I've looked her up on Facebook one day, like, just, like, just, like, I'm just got, he, you know, he's like, you start looking at old people, sure. yeah. Uh, and I think time has not been good to her. Um, okay, well. <laughs> let's get into that. I do know one was, she's just back crack, back, back crack crazy. Um, last time I think I talked to her, uh, she called me and wanted to know if I knew anybody that'd be willing to, uh, help steal a, a grave because the guy she did like after me, like got, he died and like they buried him somewhere. And like, she knew he didn't want to be buried there. And I was like, hold on. <laughs> she wanted to do some grave robbing. Yes. Which in and of itself is enough of an issue. And, here. And keep in mind, like she Which, called me. The, the part of the story that makes me the most concerned is that she was like, who might know somebody that would help me rob a grave. And the first thought that she had was an ex-boyfriend. I can't promise that was the first. That thought. was you. I can't can't confirm or deny that I was the first thought, but I was a thought, and I had talked to her in like two three years at this time. Like this is when I was at Western. Like I'd gone and moved to, to Bowling. Oh, this is a while ago. Oh yeah, that did her when I was I was nineteen twenty. She was like twenty four twenty five. She had a kid. Like I too. Uh, but so and now she's got like five. Well, four because one ended up passing away. Um, but yeah, she yeah, so she she calls me. I mean, she was always insane. Like she like like that one time I just remember one time she called me wanting to know if I would help like with her or campaign to have the Waterson changed because she felt like to get get whoever the Waterson's named after she thinks he's racist. This is like and this and to give her credit, this is like long before like Twitter wokeness. This is so, like this is like two thousand ten. Things that this woman thinks that you could help her out with. One <laughs> The great problem was awareness, great. changing names over a lack of you know, you know Cultural appropriateness. <laughs> and then two, grave robbing. Here's the best part. The grave robbing one. This, this is how much this impacted. I don't know if it impacted me. I remember where I was. I was at, I was at Lone Star and Bowling Green on my day off eating for cheap. 
I'd be shocked if you didn't remember where. You, if somebody asked me if they, if I remember, they I I remember, help rob a grave, I'm gonna know exactly how the conversation went for the rest of my life. I don't know why. This is like one of those moments, like you remember, like all the like. Yes, I remember, I remember sitting there. I was reading the paper about Indiana and Kentucky All Star Game, and if Gray Golden was gonna play or not. It shows you, you know, the age of it. It's like 2004, 2005, and I remember my cell phone, no flip phone, Nokia phone I had at uh, Reagan. I'm like, who is this? I didn't recognize the number. I didn't have Stacy's number on my phone. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I flip it and I'm like talking to her and I'm like, okay, I'm humoring her because at the time I'm thinking maybe I can get laid or this weekend. Okay. So I'm like, I'll put up with this for a minute. I love how you go to your phone when I go into a story. I'm listening. <laughs> no, you're not. Yes, I am. I feel like I'm Mary over here. I'm telling you about my day and you're on your phone. I had to respond <laughs> to something really quickly. <laughs> no, I swear. I don't know why he's telling this story. So yeah, she calls me. I'm like, and she she tells me she dated this professor. She was just a, she had just been dating this guy. He's a professor, and he was older and sick brag. Yeah, like, and he's older, and I guess she got tired of dating younger guys. I ruined it for. And he he died, and his family like had him buried, but he wanted to be cremated, and she knew he wanted to be cremated, and the family did know better. So not only does she want you to dig this guy up, she <laughs> so wants she, you to help burn his body. <laughs> so she's like, do you know anybody that would be willing to do that for like like? She's like, I could pay like fifty hundred bucks maybe. I remember I'm just like, oh my, what kind of, yeah, kind of the first thought was like, what company do you think I roll with? Like, I'm not like, like what? Because like, I, I, you know, I'm, I I dabble in drugs. Like you think I'm like no grave robbers. That's like a pretty big leap over here. You know, this is the greatest Valentine's day story ever told. (laughs) This one's not Valentine's. Still, it's a love story. Uh, I can't confirm or deny whether again, that's like the fourth. This is the best idea that a texter has ever had. We need these women on the show. You've named three already. They each get their own hour. Trevor stories. What went wrong? Do you still think about him? This <laughs> July needs to. This woman needs to come on the show. No, no, yes. she doesn't. Yes. No. Yes. No. I, I, some of my friends are listening. They know exactly what I'm talking about. Not only did she want to dig up the body of her ex lover and have it burned. She thought that this was something that you may like. She, she didn't hesitate. She's like, Trevor would know somebody would happen. Know me. Oh, I, I know. I could have been like the fourth call. You're an ex-boyfriend. Of like, it has to be like a lot for her to think that you, like, you know, to call you about anything. And she thought Trevor would know somebody. She could have called another buddy of mine who she dated before. I I, I knew either one of them. Trevor's got a guy. Trevor can help with that. This is something Trevor might dabble in. <laughs> I was like car Brooks. I'm, I'm like Barbara Streisand. I'm people who know people. I don't want to call him next, but <laughs> who else but Trevor could help out in this? This is what went through her mind. I need to get her on. I've got to know what she's up to now. Has she dug up another ex lover? I don't. I, Did she ever dig up this one? I am actually friends with her on Facebook. Well, there's a connection. Uh, Tell her Mike Rutherford would like to talk. I to don't her. think she's posted anytime soon. Like, uh, like I said, the last thing, the last time I saw her posting thing was about uh, one of the two kids she had. They were three and four when I dated her. Uh, one, unfortunately, uh, passed from an overdose about two years ago. Ugh, that's not good. Yeah, I could swear he would just been in prison his whole life, but that's just me. And then, because uh, those kids were just nightmares. Like, the, I think that was the reason. I think I went like a long span of my life after dating her with those two kids. So that they, I didn't want kids because of them. One, one or two bad kids can mess up the whole bunch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, so, but. Yeah, I think that's the last time I don't know. I had to look it up. Coming this summer, Trevor's ex-lovers. You know, episode. actually, of all the I've, I've, and, and weird thing enough, of 
Valentine's Day, she gave me a, a, a gift I still have hanging in my house. What, what was it? It was the uh, it was one of my favorite paintings as a kid growing up. It was it's the the Denny Crumb from the nineteen eighty six championship game. Okay, where, where he's kind of in the corner holding the the. He's it's a like a montage thing. He's in the corner holding the program, and then you have another. I know exactly what you're talking about. Where uh, uh, Milt's backing up uh, the uh, Johnny Davis, and then and that's still hanging him out. She gave me that for Valentine's Day. I gave her season one of The Sopranos. <laughs> she sounds. I mean, I say all the time on the show how much of an enigma you are. You feel like you get you you, you can't put you into any sort of corner. You you don't go in. You can't just label Trevor. You know, he'll you'll think he just doesn't know anything. Like earlier in the in the show, you couldn't remember something that I said thirty seconds earlier. But then you also remember Jason, the extremely vague ninety five, ninety four R and B singer. You remembered what he was wearing on his album cover to a T. Like I, I just I never know. What to, this woman sounds like kind of your equal. It, no, 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 no. At least from in that respect, like she's she's interested in social issues she's passionate about social issues but also may want to dig up an ex-lover when he dies and have him burned that's just you don't you don't know what you're going to get i need to hear more about her i need her on the show it has to happen it looks like she's dropped on facebook i don't see her that's not good let's take a break when we come back uh maybe more of this talk who knows it's if you've got thoughts text us at 502-414-1450 we'll have about 20 minutes to answer your questions they don't have to be about trevor they don't have to be about valentine's day whatever you got We'll get to it coming up in the last segment. It's the Mike Rutherford Show. Happy Valentine's Day to you. Stay with us here on 1450 The Big X. I can love you like that. I would make you my world. Move heaven and earth. If you were my girl, I would give you my heart. Be all that you need. Show you your I'm the only guy that can take a girl to Keith Sweat concert and not get a kiss. That was an embarrassing part of the, the I, relationship. I don't know what to do with what we just talked about. I'm still, I'm rattled. <laughs> the, te- the text line's rattled. We've been doing this show together for, again, over a year and a half, and it had never come up before that one of your exes had hit you up about potentially... <laughs> well, there's just some things you digging just, up her most recent lover who had passed away and burning his body. There's some things you just don't tell in the air. Well, <laughs> it's never been a problem for you before, which is why I'm well, so you shocked. Ne- you never brought it up. You didn't ask the right question. Apparently, I didn't. I, that's on me as an interviewer slash 
close, I guess. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's text line, and the Thornton's text line has thoughts. The okay. says, there's a three-hour show on questions that I have just for this grave lady. <laughs> grave lady. How is it that you guys have been on the air for over a year, and now TK has an ex that wants to rob graves coming up? Well, again, this this was like almost 20 years ago, so... I don't care if it was I don't know. 35 years ago. I, I, I've always kind of wondered. I don't know if she actually went through. I doubt she did because she she was all, always all talk about everything. Like, I'm going to do this. I'm I can do that. And then never, like, yeah. Like, when I, we dated, she lived in her parents' house. And when I left, I like, last hour, she was still living in that house. Texas says, that was the best radio segment of this show. <laughs> and you're over there on your phone night and paying attention. I was listening. I just had to respond. I got to go pause after the show. Little yeah, Paul, what? It's Paul's night. You're gonna make a Paul's run. <laughs> Ooh, I'm gonna wear Paul's once. You're gonna get like a fruit bouquet of like a, a like a flower bouquet of a fruit. Oh no, they know me at Paul's. They know what I'm getting at Paul's. They know what I'm there for. The it's that run. it's that same. It's that sliced turkey. I'm there every day. shaved, not sliced. Gotta have the shaved. Yeah, I mean, we, we, yeah, of course it's shaved. It's Valentine's Day. It's Valentine's Day. <laughs> Shave it up. Whole pound. Not that three fourths of a pound. Well, I mean, it, it, it always looks bigger when it's shaved anyway, whether it's a yeah, pound or that's not. What, that's what they say. <laughs> Texas says, I'll never forget the DVD stuck in the game console story. That's, <laughs> that's, that that's, is. that's still in there, dude. Texas, I need some parting words of wisdom slash advice from Trevor for Valentine's Day. Okay. What's his go to Netflix and chill movie slash TV show? Well, being the fact that Netflix. Pretty much in chill was a term that came after my dating, mostly dating days. <laughs> what would it be if you were, if you were in that situation where it's like I'm putting on a movie, but the movie's just for show? What do you go? with? I mean, it varies. I mean, it depends. Like, depends on the woman a little bit. I mean, like you don't want something that she's going to be distracted by, i.e., interest in watching. Exactly. Um. So something that can't be boring. Try Castaway. <laughs> I once went over to a girl's house to hang out, and uh, and we watched Castaway, and and, and we, I never saw the end of the movie. We ended up making out and, and hooking up. You know what's oddly worked for me? me and this, everybody else. In the we're in the five o'clock hour now, so Mary's I don't think listening anymore. What <laughs> oddly worked for me multiple times was Big Lebowski. Yeah, so, something I can see that because it's, it's it gets kind of out there a little bit. Like, yeah, it's very much one of those like, oh, you've never seen it before. You've got to watch the big Lebowski. Yeah, you don't you don't want. I know some people will try to come out with like the scary movie thing. The, the jump. yeah, no, that's old school. It doesn't work as much anymore. That that's trust me, that's not going to do. You want something that's enter- entertaining to to get her attention to sit down with you, but not enough to keep her attention. You want to be able to steal her attention. For example, just because it worked for me, Passion of the Christ, probably not a good idea. We don't need to get into that again. <laughs> Texas, did she think that she was just going to dump gas into the hole with her casket and throw one of Trev's lit cigarettes I'm, onto it and watch it burn like a bonfire? I'm, knowing her, I probably would not. That, <laughs> pro- that probably was her idea. Texas, it's a six-foot hole. How did she think they were going to get the body out? It's she, in a casket. These are heavy. Think- she didn't have the answer to these questions. That's no. why she called Trevor, which makes me very worried. I mean, how's one man going to pull a casket? Twelve have to carry the damn thing to the grave. Well, she thought you knew guys who had the answers to these questions, <laughs> which is the biggest problem in all of this. She's like, I don't have the answers to the questions that you guys are asking. I only know one person who might, and it's Trevor Kelsey. I think the last time I saw her was uh, actually my 30th birthday. I'm trying to think of how much I would pay for the audio of this conversation. I oh, want to know how you Lord. responded. I want to know what was said after this. Well, this is I want to know everything. <laughs> Younger Trevor would probably humor her thinking he might get some from it. Okay. 
Well, now I want to hear it even more. <laughs> I probably did. I, I end up. I probably humored her. Was like I don't I know. know some let, guys. I might. I, I, I might know somebody. Let, let me let me put some, let me put the word out there a little bit. By the way, what are you doing this weekend? Jimmy was just in the hole five days ago. Yeah, just think, digging guys up. Digging grave robbing. I mean, He's on. digging guys up all the time. I got a guy. I got a guy for everything. I know someone with a shovel. You need to sell the jewelry afterwards. I got it. You need to burn the body. I got it. <laughs> can make this happen. I got two different guys for that. Text says Trevor should Valentine. I can't come. On, I can't read that. How bad? It's not that bad. I just can't read it. Like you don't know, you don't know how to pronounce the words. No, I know. I know. Exa- <laughs> I know how to pronounce all the words. I know what they all mean. I just can't read it. Texas says, with Grave Lady, uh, I'm guessing Weekend at Bernie's with the Netflix and Chill movie. <laughs> Texas says, no, but I will say this. Uh, uh, she did get very feisty with me when we saw Blair Witch 2 at the theaters. Oh, why did you see Blair Witch 2 at the theaters? Just trust me, it was worth it how feisty she got in the theater. Okay. We were, the, I mean, this might, I hope you're sitting down for the shocking news. We were the only ones there. <laughs> Terry says, all right, TK, you're a perfect girl. She loves everything you love, all that jazz. Everything is great. But before she moves in, she wants you to stop smoking in the house. Are you doing it? Probably. In the house. You can go outside? Yeah, I'd do outside. I mean, one of the... It's a reasonable request. Yeah. Although at this point, you're going to move into a different house, probably, to get that smell out. (laughs) It doesn't go away. I mean, if she's wanted to meet me that way, then yeah, I I can handle that. Like, Because I I have had some that were like, you need to quit smoking. We're gonna break up. I'm like, peace. (laughs) 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 Like that's reason that would be reasonable enough. Texas, let's not forget the Norton's uh, Commons pediatrician last summer who asked, yeah, one of her employees if she knew a hitman, and then the employee proceeded to set her up with an FBI agent. Yeah, that was. That's why you go to Trevor. By the way, the question you would not read. Yeah, I would say probably yes. You think more than like an actual. Then I, th- I disagree with that. I think it depends on how long the relationship is, but I know people have been in long relationships. How long have you been married now? Uh, it'll be nine years this you're, August. You're getting up there. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, that's not a problem for you. But And we started dating in 08. Yeah, but I know people that have been in long relationships since like early 2000s type thing. And yeah, it's, that it's, is not it's, a, it's a holiday that you have to wait for on no, that one. That I will tell you without going. Good to man. Say, yeah, we're good. Texas says... Uh, <laughs> Texas is the only one that gets this conversation. Which is fine. That Texas is going, okay, good to know. Sometimes we do radio for one person. It's fine. <laughs> That's all it is. Texas says, have you seen the end of Castaway by now? Yes, I have. And I still don't know to quote to quote seven. What's in the box? <laughs> Texas says, hey, Trevor, you busy? I know it's been a few years. You mind helping me dig up my dead lover and burn him? <laughs> What's in it for me? What if she's listening to the show? I doubt it. Texas, Trevor is such a combination of a million TV characters, including the friend in I, Tanya. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that plays Stingray and Cobra Kai. And stuff. The, uh, you're the, He's the guy that was the in Black Man Bl- and Tanya Harding. Yeah, that's, that's uh, the guy that was interested in Blackbird. He played, uh, he's also in. Oh, that's uh, right, yeah. He was also in the um, the movie about the uh, the bomb in, uh, during the Olympics, wasn't he? When he didn't he play in that one, uh, that one too? Uh, I forget yeah. his name. Jeff, uh, what, oh, what, Sean Eckhart. That's the name. Okay. Of the, that's the name of the real person. Yeah, that he played. Yeah, <laughs> that guy's hilarious. <laughs> he was in AEW recently. Texas is it too much for a man to ask for a woman with some teeth. Thinks Top Gun Maverick is overrated and has a lifetime supply of beef and cheddars to give. <laughs> well, it is overrated. <laughs> that's what he's saying. That's what you. That's what you're looking for in a woman. Okay. Somebody I don't want. It. I don't want someone who's dead. Just exactly like me. Though. That would just get kind of annoying. I agree with that. 
Like I, I want, I want to, I want to agree. The the some of the the, the like I wouldn't say non negotiable, but like uh, sense of humor. Obviously, you gotta have, and you gotta appreciate a good sense of humor. I um, very briefly dated somebody who was very much like me. And I hated it. I, I and imagine. I was like, "What does this say about me?" I was like, "I was like a month with her, and I was like, this, I was like, this sucks." Well, if you want to spend all your time with someone just like you, then just be single and be with yourself. Yeah, it was. She, you know, she was like super into sports, like kind of had similar sense of humor, like similar like reading interests, and I was just like, "No, this is no, this is not working for like, me." Like, I, I want somebody that likes maybe to a degree, but then yeah, it doesn't have to be this. No, you you want some differences. Texas Trevor, you are a thought of what? No, he's not. A thought of what? A thought? Thought is like the it's. It's slang term for promiscuous women. Oh, well, I mean, each is own. I don't, I'm not no problem. Texas says, TK, I'm trying to tell a story and you're on your phone. Mike, I'm listening. I just had to respond to something real quick. Mike actually texting the Crime Stoppers hotline to see if there's a reward of information regarding grave robbing for a few years back. Was there? He was like a professor, too, I think. Who the hell? Um, she took. She was like that. This was her. She was in that stage of her life where she was like, "I'm gonna take class. I'm gonna go back to college and take classes," which I think lasted like maybe to the time she hooked up with a professor and he died. Texas Mike has a wife, a dog, two kids, normal dad stuff. Trevor has ex girlfriends who want to use him to dig up elderly dead ex lovers to burn them as their final wishes. So you didn't want to do a show with someone just like you? I, 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 I don't. <laughs> we care. You have to have the, the same core interests. Like at our, yeah. at our hearts, we're, we are, we're very similar in yeah. our hearts. I think we also big picture stuff. We're we're, we're pretty close to. This. I can be, despite all you, you think and I'm goofiness. I will say I am. I, I like to think I'm an old school romantic. And so I think so too. Yeah, I'm all for it. I mean, just, but listen, you know, sometimes variety's the spice of life. People, I agree with that. Texas, a great episode of the Flintstones where Fred has to live with himself and hates it. That would probably be me. Dark Flintstones episode. Is <laughs> it really a dark Flintstones? I'm not going to say anything more. Like Wilma's cheating on him. With I'm the, crying. <laughs> uh, Texas, Trevor plus Jan is tailor made forever. <laughs> I'd sleep. I'd hook up with Jan. Okay. I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't like marry or anything. But I mean, I, I yeah. I could. I could do like three or four months with Jan. Tim with the, our listener Jan, right? Uh, either or. Okay. You I thought you meant the Jan from Office. I think that they're referencing the the Jan from Positive Jan. Oh, I'll, for some reason, my mom went to the Office. I can see that. It, the first time when I hear Jan, that's the first thing that I that's, think. That's, that's the first thing I thought of. Yeah, and I know she was a you know a, a giant B with a capital C, but I mean it's just still. Was, I mean, I could do three months. Texas Moby Dick and Butchel is the best fish in the city. Is that a dirty reference? <laughs> uh, I just read it. <laughs> Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just a sophomoric pervert. But I read that as dirty. <laughs> um, my God. See, I can't read any of the big sports questions now because we don't have enough time to get to them. <laughs> There's a sports question? Some of them. I mean, mostly it's just, yeah, it's it's just it's ex-girlfriend. It's grave girlfriend. But the grave girl. Texas, what if this old man didn't actually want to be cremated, but she wanted it? This story is incredible. I kid you not, Texter. That would be, I would be willing to bet that's true. She was insane. Clearly. Yeah. I'm just concerned that she thought that you could help. I, uh, I slept with her in not one, but two, but three public bathrooms. Okay. Well, that was. <laughs> I'm just telling you. She's, I'm glad the show's almost over. <laughs> Granted, one of them was when I was working at Cardboard Heroes in, in the bathroom there. I was on the clock. There you go. I'm like a gigolo. That's, that's kind of impressive. You got paid, yeah. 
Trish said, I'm guessing that that ex of Trev's could be said that she's got that fire. Yeah. <laughs> she was a redhead. I can't read the end of that. Trish says, legit, when's the last time that you heard from this woman, Trevor? Uh, it's been Your a Facebook while. friends, right? Yeah, I am Facebook friends with her. I haven't like talked to her. I don't like, comment anything on her. I've uh, seen pictures of her now. Yeah. Which, I mean, I think legitimately talked to her. Oh, I just told you. It was uh, my, my 30, when I turned 30. So over a decade. Yeah, I was, I was out with another buddy of mine who unfortunately has passed since as well. And I was bored, and we were drunk over at Mr. G's. I love Mr. G's. And we were just hammered at G's, hanging out with some friends. And I was, like, striking out. And I'm like, I, I, it's, I'm turning 30. I want to, you know, so I called her up, and I was like, you know, why don't you come hang out? It's my birthday. And uh, she came and picked us up, and, yeah. you know, Come on, baby. It's up. my yeah. birthday. Come on, baby. I was, I, was, I was like your boy in waiting. He's like, come on. <laughs> That's how I was doing <laughs> Come on. <laughs> All right. Tonight, College Hoops. Uh, that was 13 seven, years ago. 7 o'clock on FS1. Nothing says Valentine's Day like watching a little DePaul basketball. Uh, Biggie says wow, a marathon going on all day. <laughs> hey, baby, you want to watch a little Creighton Providence? Creighton is on the road taking on Providence. Number 18 versus number 24. The Blue Jays are a one-point road favorite. TK, who you got? Uh, Blue Jays win the game. They cover, and Frederick King has 13 points off the bench. I don't think that's happening. But the first part, <laughs> I'm with you. Creighton's hot. Providence is not. They're coming back down to earth a little bit. Creighton gets a road victory. A 7 o'clock ACC Network, number 23 NC State on the road taking on Syracuse. Syracuse, one-and-a-half-point favorites. Really? Yeah, I know. It kind of surprises me, too. I was saying NC State's a little rate anyway, but uh, I'll take NC State. I think NC State wins and covers. And lastly, 9 o'clock ESPN, Kansas on the road taking on Oklahoma State. Bill Self hates winning in Stillwater. Maybe he's doing a nice thing for his alma mater. Kansas is a one-and-a-half-point road favorite, though. Who you got? Kansas in a close win. So cover, but, but it's under 10 points. I'm going to say Okie State wins. Uh, they just Is Okie State even playing well? I haven't even followed them. Much. They're okay. They're, everyone in the Big 12 besides— I was going to say, it's been competitive. It's competitive. So, it's yeah. good. Like they're, they're a tournament team. And they're playing real well right now. But they always seem to beat Kansas at home. So I'm, I'm going to stick with that. No, I mean, Oklahoma State's coach is... The... Um, oh, God. The I guy. feel so bad I can't remember everyone's coaches anymore like I used to. Like I could, Back in the day, I could name you coaches off the top of my head like that. Now it's just like... Because I want to say Parker Mike Moser. Because he, he got a little bit of love for the Louisville job. Who was it? Mike Boynton. Ah, yes, 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 yes. Because right. he got the job. They got um, the kid who was so good. His name now is a Cunningham. Kid. Cunningham. Yeah, who's with the Pistons, and I don't know whatever happened to him. So. He's been there for a while. He's a good coach. Yeah. Uh, anyway. right. I do remember him now. Everyone have a fantastic yeah. Valentine's Day evening. Hope your evening is fan- is terrific. Hope have you her call you Trevor once for me. People. Hope you <laughs> just have her just yell it one time. Just go, Trevor! Hope nobody asks you to rob graves. <laughs> Hopefully you have a fantastic night, and we'll see you guys back here tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Happy Valentine's Day. I love